Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah, what up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you, and we are bringing you fantasy news today. Oh, yeah, we got the crew showing up here in a minute, but I'm getting it started off. Let me shout out everyone who's up in the chat right now. We got uh, Antonio up in the building. What up, bro? And uh, I'm going to get to the news that you said here pretty soon. And uh, there we go. David P said, show me the money. Let's get it. All right. We got another another part, another third of the show just showed up. Here we go. Bogart Scott Free in the building. Yeah. What up? Hold the phone. I just got to say something. Fuck Rashad Bateman. <laughs> Man, you beat me to it, motherfucker. Yeah. Rashad Bateman. I only played him in one of my redraft leagues, and I swapped out my man Darnell Mooney Tunes because of the wind. And here's the thing. The seven points was like was six more points than I needed because I lost by less than a point. Fuck Rashad Bateman. Ooh. Yeah, Uh, Bateman. Such a bum this week. I'm an island boy in the building. What up, bro? Yeah. Big Kong in the building, Jake Fromm season, <laughs> and T Money in the building. What up, bro? Hold on, hold on. Is Jake Fromm? Is he a tight end? How come I know that name? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, let me. Oh no, quarterback. Let's see who's he on. Oh, on the Giants. There we go. Oh shit! It is. Yeah, cause cause uh, what's his name got the dizzies. Yeah, <laughs> got smacked. Fuck yeah! You know what, bro? <laughs> Hopefully, when Mike Glennon comes to, he'll realize that everybody knows he has no hairline. <laughs> when he wakes up, it's going to be, we heard that joke, I'm going to hit you so hard. When you wake up, your clothes are going to be out of style. It's going to be that shit for him. When he wakes up, his clothes are going to be all out of style. That old man, and yeah, it's going to be some real shit. See, yeah. even, if, even if he was out for 10 minutes, I'd swap his clothes out with old ass shit and <laughs> shave, the, shave the top of his head off. Just to let him know, this is what you're supposed to be. Okay? I can't, like, Mike Glennon annoys me. Yeah. I don't like him. Yeah, it's rough. It is uh, It's tough out there for the Giants and everybody who's associated with them right now. 
And I'm an island boy. Said Bogart, what up? What up? Yeah, island boy. Yeah, and Antonio said Bogart, give me money. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> and JC Money, I think he is going to be uh, coming on the show. Um, you know, his Minnesota ass has to drive into town to go make runs, and he said he went on a Popeyes run real quick. <laughs> Hey, so he he lives like in in like low, like what do they call that rule rule rule? I I call it bum fuck nowhere. Yeah, I know that, but what do they call? There's the actual term for that, right? Roar rule R- rural 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 roads. Yeah, roads. Roads. And Antonio, I swear I heard the commercial in my head reading your shit. Love that chicken from Popeyes, but I I heard. I heard it in the exact uh, commercial, you know, the way it sounds. Hey, you know how, like, you know, if you go to a bitch's house, like, when you're young, right, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you, you go there to get pussy. Just like, you know, you don't go to the steak joint and order the chicken, right? But when I go to Popeye's, the, ch- the chicken's phenomenal. But they're goddamn butterfly scrimps over there. Smack, bro. Nice. I yeah, it. I remember uh, one time I went to uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. If you guys have never been there, you guys need to go check it out when you're in the L.A. area. And I, I get the dark meat. So I always get the white meat. You know, maybe I'll try a mix next time. But uh, I, I just I know that every time I go there, I'm getting the scos. You know, it's the chicken. It's the waffle. It's both of them. It's the shit that they're known for, you yeah. know. And I remember like just listening to some people who were there for the first time, like younger group of kids or whatever. And like this whole table orders and not one of them orders a waffle and like not one of them, not a one. And the waitress is like, you guys sure? Like no one wants a waffle. Like you guys could even get one and you can, it it comes easy where you can split it into four pieces. You guys should definitely try it. And they were like, nah, we're good. (laughs) We're trying to watch our figure. You know what? Is the butter, bro? Oh yeah, dude. The, I I still am sticking to the story. They're sprinkling a little bit of crack in that shit. Listen, man. <laughs> listen, I want the crack butter. Give me the crack butter. <laughs> that shit is so good. Every time I got every time I go to LA, I got to try to slide through there. You know, so um, when we used to go out there and try to get record deals all the time, you know what I mean? Because you know, because you know, you have capital and and uh, you have Universal, all kind of record companies that, that you know the HQs are out there in Hollywood. So we'd be out there and shit all the time. We used to be out there like damn near every weekend, you know what I mean? And um, I remember my man's. This is still CD time, so we're we're out there, hella CDs, and we're at Roscoe's, you know what I mean? And we just ate. We're out there smoking cigarette and shit, and um, this Range Rover pulls up, and my man's is like. Oh shit, it's fucking Kanye, bro. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And like, and I looked and it was fucking, it was Yeezy. And he was hanging out the passenger side and someone was handing him fucking uh his Roscoe's to go. And I was like, this fool, you he saw it like a minute before me. You know what I mean? Like you you have the CDs in your hand. You know what I mean? Go because when I seen it was him, it was all right. And he was, you know what I mean? It's too late. Just get it. You just throw it through the window before they drive off. Like anything. Right? <laughs> hey, listen, because that's one of those things like you never know. You know what I mean? Like nowadays you can like you can have a far reach through social media. But back in the days you had to be out there in the field. Right? Shake, shaking babies and kissing hands. I got that backwards, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's seeing some shit like that. Like. 
Even if it was a sneak attack or something, go up and throw it in his window. They may throw that shit away, but they may be like, man, this guy had some balls. Let's listen to it real quick. <laughs> I remember uh, I always, t- <laughs> I would always tell motherfuckers like when they would give you your CD, right? I'd be like, all right, cool. Oh, you found it? Good job, boy. Anyway, I'll tell. Okay, I'll find the remote. He has his little Harry Potter wizard stick. He's like trying to fling it at me. I'm like, listen, that's not gonna work on me, bro. <laughs> trying to turn, trying to turn you into a toad real quick if you don't find the uh, remote. Right? Oh, I just spilled the snacks. Anyways, uh, I digress. Whatever I was talking about. Whoever, uh, whoever's the Facebook user said, come to Tennessee and eat at Gus's chicken. Shit's bussing. Oh, okay. Hey, you know, it's funny. I have a 14 year old, so I know busting means that's tight. Like, this shit is <laughs> fired. <laughs> I'm an island boy. I said, give me the crack butter. <laughs> you feel me? Antonio said, I always wanted a waffle bot after eating, after watching Harold and Kumar. I know, man. This shit seems so, uh, so clutch. You know what? Um, what is it called? Uh, making your own waffles is the way to go. Like, you ever stay at a tell and they got one of them? Continental joints, but it got the thing you could pour your own waffle. Mm-hmm. Fire, bro. Yeah, make your own make your own waffle station. All about it. Hell yeah! I'll throw a little bits of bacon in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Make it a whole fucking meal. Then then put sausage in it, and now you got a sandwich. <laughs> David P says crack butter sounds nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it just depends on what context you're thinking about the crack butter. <laughs> and what up, Brandon? What's going on, bro? He said that Nashville hot. There we go. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember at, at that. What's what he said that Tennessee joint was called? Well, uh, um, Gus's chicken. So I'm assuming this might have been Brandon who uh, who put that over there on Facebook. I remember, I remember there was somebody, uh, Philip, Philip from uh, from the Matrix, mm-hmm. from Jemo Show. Yep. Yeah, he went all the way to Tennessee to go get this this sandwich. At from some joint, I wonder if it's place, but it was like the hottest sandwich ever. You know? <laughs> it was fucked up for days. <laughs> I, I believe it. Spicy food, but I'm not into like eating spice for sport. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've um, I, my, my palate has finally loosened up more towards spicy stuff over the last uh, handful of years. And yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. I'm not eating spicy for sport. Yeah, that gets a little oh. insane. Fuck no. You know what I'm saying? And Midnight 201 just said, had the worst fantasy football week this season. Okay. The only thing that I'm going to say about that is at least it happened right now and not in the playoffs. Got to get those out of the way sometimes. So now is a good time to get it out of the way, as long as it didn't screw you for the season. It is is the cleanse, as we call it, for the fantasy guys. I defend you. Of, and they might take away a victory from you, but it's it's but it's for you to grow, because there's no more bullshit after week fourteen. Oh, you, yeah. you, if once you get past week fourteen, you can't lose. Point of no return. I mean, shit. Even in in a lot of places, week fourteen and beyond might be must win territory. So luckily, the fantasy gods they already hooked us up a little bit, and they already made it go one more one more week into the regular season. So if anyone took a loss, you got another week to get back on track. Yeah. And listen, in that TFL, the Tyrannosaurus Flex League, I think you're about to jump. I think me and you's about to jump up. 
Let me see. Let's I, I, know you, I know you smacked and you put up hella points. I'm not sure. If no, it ain't over. It ain't over till it's over. I'm not counting any motherfucking chickens. I only no, got Jacoby Myers going done. right now, and no, he's, I'm got, I'm done he's got. I'm done. Oh I'm yeah, done. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. He's he's got Cole Beasley, Nelson Aguilar, and Devin Singletary. Um, we're projected right now. I'm projected to lose by like 0. .75 points. Um, so I need Jacoby Myers to do some shit. Yeah. Oh, you what? It's gonna be one of them back. Like we remember, remember, uh, we didn't really get to elaborate on it too much. But I remember on Saturday I texted you. I was like, we really need to like break down some of these weather games. Because then also I need someone to tell me I'm just like I'm overreacting too. You know what I mean? But like, look at for anybody that looks at Tyreek Hill last night. You know, twenty yards for two receptions, right? You know what I'm saying? Like your four that four points ain't shit on in, in your roster. But you know, maybe if you had the cojones to sit, start someone else over him because you knew it was going to be 20 mile an hour winds. You know what I mean? Bravo to you. Cause the weather is a, a real thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, especially now, like the weather starts, I mean, it makes a huge difference. It, the weather's worse now than in most of the other parts of the season. So yeah, yeah we really got to pay attention to it. I mean, it's really the winds, you know, it's not the snow, it's not the rain. It's all about the wind. Yeah. So we got it. We're going to be on that, guys, moving forward. We are going to be on that. And Jack Keenan says, have to outscore Dawson Knox tonight in a full PPR by 29.9 with Allen Diggs Buffalo D in order to finish uh, first in my league. Otherwise, my opponent will. Thoughts on my chances and score prediction. I mean, I, I like your chances. I mean, you got three players going up against one. And uh, Dawson Knox, I feel like being the red zone threat that he is, I feel like the Patriots are going to try to take him away a little bit. Well, what kind of safety is Duggar? He's a coverage safety, right? He he plays like deeper. Um, I mean, I know he's been getting a bunch of interceptions. He's a hybrid because I mean, I I believe he I believe he plays the strong safety. Let me go double check, but I mean, they move him around him and Phillips. They just move them around like crazy. Phillips is balling, dude. Yeah, I swear to God. Yeah, Duggar. Yeah, Duggar's the strong safety, okay. and um, they always have him. They always have him playing back, though. Yeah, because he's out, right? So, like, yeah, he's on the COVID COVID reserve. Yeah. So, but so, they're so. not. But they're not skipping a beat. Like they run a lot of three safety sets, and yeah. uh, Adrian Phillips, Devin McCourty, and uh, Duggar on the field at the same time. So, I mean, now maybe it they change to like a two safety, you know, scheme versus their three safety scheme or I whatever. Mean, it would make sense because Josh Allen has a big arm. So, I mean, you can see them like adopt that, that the two high safety shit that everybody's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Nigel said, need that Monday night miracle. There we go. Down by eight yeah. points. Opponent has Nick Falk and I have the Buffalo D there could be easily. Could there be a fumble scoop and score an interception to the house? Like by Buffalo could easily. So you're going to start off with your 10 points. So you'll be winning. Right. And this is a game where like, this is going to be like, a. I think it's going to be a lower scoring field goal game, but the only, but the biggest argument I can make against myself for that is that like only, only new England's a running team out of these two. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like Buffalo's gonna try to run it up. And if like you're from Buffalo, you would imagine you'd be able to play in this element because it's gonna be a shitty weather game. You know what I mean? And and for his sake, he has it uh, uh the reason I bring this up is that if they're running it up, they're gonna send pass rush. 
this this the number one and two uh best secondaries in the game. No, yeah. Number two, no, number two being Buffalo. You know what I mean? So, and Matt Jones, he'll throw a pick. How's yeah. Buffalo's game changed though? After um, you know, Trey White's out now. It's a good point, but I'm still saying though, you're right because it's completely skewed because they were so fucking phenomenal. <laughs> so maybe maybe there is a, vul- a vulnerable spot. Maybe Tyron Johnson gets picked on. Right, that's his name, right? This the new secondary guy. Yeah, yeah, because then because Levi Wallace is gonna jump up into the number one spot, or you know, number one cornerback. Um, yeah, look, so he and and another thing too is like, like it's more so the tight ends and like the random because everything else for New England is random. You know what I mean, yeah. random Nelson Aguilar, random Kendrick Bourne. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, uh. uh the only floor guy really is Jacoby Myers, but he has no ceiling basically. You know what I mean? Yep. And don't worry, everyone. We're going to, we're going to get into the news Monday and Tuesday. I figure we can interact with you guys a little bit more in the beginning because the news is so small. Um, We can do that kind of like the second half of the show. And, uh, I can't fucking remote, bro. We're in the, hold on, son. (laughs) And see, well, I guess you're using your phone. Yeah, I got it. I got mine on the phone. And uh, Nan Daddy, what up, bro? What's going down? Shout out to SoCal. And Big BS said, week 12, um, won by point two. My luck continued and won week 13 by point one. What the fuck? Yeah, bro, you didn't even ask questions. You just, uh, you just take that money and run with it. And, um, yeah, just keep building. Don't rest on your laurels. That's what uh, that's what people do when they get too comfortable. And Brandon said, got to go to the Honky Tonks in Nashville. Nice. The Honky Tonk Man. And I'm an island boy said that I just had the best week of the season. Dropped 173. That's dope, bro. That is dope. And Brandon said, number one, baby, and I should have Aaron Jones and Debo back next week. Let's go. And yeah, definitely terrible weather tonight. It's definitely going to be a running and uh, and short pass game. That's for sure. And Joshua Dyer said started one and four, and now seven and six. Yeah, what a turnaround! That's uh, what is that? Six and two that you cracked off over the last eight weeks. That's money and might creep into the playoffs in a sixteen teamer. There we go. Traded OBJ for Herbert. There we go. And uh, cut Allen Robinson and Kenny Galladay. Let's get it. Feel good yeah. about the CD coming through in the clutch last night. There you go. We're, we're telling motherfuckers cut Galladay and Robinson early, too. We're like, fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, because you can't shine doo-doo, baby. And, like, you know, they may be better next year. We're definitely not telling you to do that in Dynasty Leagues. But, you know, in redraft – there's certain guys who I will not sink with the ship, you know, and Allen Robinson and Kenny Galladay were those guys. That's for sure. And Brandon said, now time to lock down a dome kicker. Better get it, bro. It's man. And I'm not changing kickers though. In the leagues where I still have kickers, I got Matt Gay everywhere, everywhere. And I'm just rolling with him. Doesn't even matter the matchup, anything. Just rolling with him. Yeah, well, hey, yeah, I've, I've been rolling with him in my $500 league. Like I keep like picking, picking them up and dropping them. And I usually stream kickers, but I just been rocking with him. He's been putting up like 13 every week. Yeah, like what more can you ask for if your kicker is going to average 10 points, you know, a game? You know what's funny is they um I think it was the Buccaneers, they they clown the, the everyone clowned the Buccaneers for drafting the kicker in the first round. Then they only to cut him, you know what I mean? I mean, I think it was a bad game. Yep. Yeah. 
And Antonio said, could happen. Going to be a really windy night. Not a good day for kickers. That's for sure. That's for sure. And there we go. Antonio said, kind of sucks. Um, uh, more probably going to be covered. Yeah, by the number one cornerback. Antonio said, I got no more kickers, and that's how I like it. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. All right. And... Last one, then we're going to get into some of this news. Chosen Rose said, I'm losing by 27. I have Josh Allen and Nick Folk left half PPR. I mean, I think Josh Allen's going to get a lot of rushing going in this game. They're going to need to do a lot on the ground. So I think his rush game is going to keep the floor safe. All right. Here we go. First order of business. That we got to talk about. Antonio shouted out first. Corey Davis done for the year. He's having core muscle surgery tomorrow. His season is over. It was fun the couple weeks while it lasted. Yeah, so... He did, he did good for a couple weeks in the beginning of the season. And uh, my man Dion said Elijah Moore to the moon. Hell yeah. You already know now. We just don't sit Elijah Moore. Yeah. I mean, Zach, two games in a row, Zach Wilson is targeting him. He's being he's being looked at as the primary guy even, uh, yesterday, even when uh, before Corey Davis left the game with an injury. And listen, bro, I, I, listen, I feel bad for Corey Davis. He's hurt. And I bet you he's not hurt. They were just like, listen, bro, you stuck. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> you got lucky that uh, that Mims was such a bust that we thought that you were worth 29 mil or whatever we paid you. And, like, it, he, he got a fat guarantee, too. Yeah, hell yeah, man. He's been laughing all the way to the bank all year. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Some other news that we had out of Washington. So the Logan Thomas MRI comes back and they said it's a lot better than they expected because the MRI, the initial MRI shows that he did not tear his ACL. So they said more tests to come. I, <laughs> I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. Like Bogart likes to say, all I'm doing is literally repeating what I read um, today in the news. And it's that the initial MRI says it looks like he did not tear his ACL, but a lot more tests to come soon. I thought it was confirmed he was. I, maybe I'm. Maybe I'll. Uh, I thought maybe it was somebody was fake news. No, um, well, they feared ACL or MCL, so that's what they said. They've been going talking about that since yesterday. Is that they feared that it was that? Is this? It's the first MRI of a lot that are coming. You know what's? You know what's crazy is. This is a case where if he gets put on the IR, even if it's not an ACL, he's done for the rest of the season. So, especially the fantasy season. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying because it's just the CMC thing. You can't get put on IR twice and come back. You can't do double three week IRs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And especially right now, we're going into week 14. I mean, four weeks is the end of the season at this point. Good point. Well, five weeks, I guess, but you know. Hey, listen, because man, man I, I thought. First of all, I know why I read this. Now I sent a text thread. I mean, somebody was like, "Oh, twenty ACL." I think I even texted you. I was like, "Oh shit, possible twenty ACL." Because I didn't think it was that bad. Mind you, I didn't read it. I woke up this morning. I didn't read nothing. You know I mean? Well, even the way that you just said it, possible torn ACL. Because if you would have said torn ACL, I would have said, "No, it's still kind of up in the air. It's not been confirmed all the way." 
Yeah. Good point. There we go, Ed. Said about to go sign up now. Hell yeah, bro. SDHustler.com. And then that's going to bring you to the Super Draft Pro website. You click access, access the contests. And then you'll see the elite member there. You click that. Make it to the next page. And then you put in all your info and everything. Ruben in the building. What up, bro? Said been busy lately, but I'm here, boys. Hell yeah. Let's spark it up, Ruben. Yeah. Shout out to Rube. Yeah. And uh man, good point, Brandon. He said Rams are so good right now, can't even imagine them with uh Acres back next year. Crazy. Hold on, let's pump the, on, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Their defenses looked really bad, right? They can't stop the run. Their secondary isn't like locked down like they were the past two seasons. Bogart's so pissed that they're not coming through and gonna win that division like he predicted from uh preseason. <laughs> and then you like you know what I mean? They just it's almost like they're destined to not win because everything like from Cam Akers to Robert Woods to like all the trades and everything, like Henderson now with the quad. I still think they win this division though. You know what I mean? Going to the Super Bowl, winning it, though, I don't believe in that no more. You still think they're going to win the division? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Not not the division either. I forgot Cardinals are kicking ass. They're you two games I mean? ahead of them right now with the yeah. tiebreak. Wild, wild card is like – wild card conversation is how we should be we're talking about the Rams. You know what I mean? Oh, right. As of right now, I mean, they got the top wild card spot, you know, locked down. Yeah. Most teams going after the wild card in the NFC are six and six or less. And second take extra said, is TD coming? Yep. He hit me up already. He said he's coming. He was stuck in traffic on the way home, but he will be here. He will be here. And, uh, but we got another savage in the building right now. JC money design in the building. What's up, guys? What up? Spicy preference for Popeyes. Man, must be nice. Got called out of work because it's too cold to work. <laughs> and you just get smacked on some Popeyes. It's yeah, crazy I mean, I because, like, in conditions where it's too hot and you can have, like, a heat stroke, I'm not going to be out there. In conditions where you could be, like, so cold you freeze to death. I ain't out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cold. The wind is bad. Nuts. I probably I probably have a beard that rivaled uh JC Money's if I was in, if I was like a cold dweller. Keeps my <laughs> neck warm. I think I would go full Eskimo. Like fuck fuck the mediums. If I'm gonna live in the cold, I'm going to Alaska. <laughs> Alaska's awesome. I liked it there. Hey, you know, uh, what is it called? Uh, the term Eskimo Brothers? <laughs> yep, that's from the league. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I mean, it kind of makes sense in Alaska. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, you're all stuck on this joint. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you're going you're gonna to have to watch the league. You're going to be forced into it because uh, we're going to do some of those season breakdowns in the offseason. I bet you you can get one of them motherfuckers to come on the show, bro. I bet we probably could. Right? They're probably not doing shit. Like, <laughs> Tell us the about league. life after the league. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're just going to see them take a drink. 
But the one dude, the one dude who everyone talks shit about, Andre, he's like the spokesperson for T-Mobile right now. I don't even know how that happened. Shit. I mean, how much do you think that pays, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure he got <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's got to be. I mean, they got a bunch of podcasts and stuff. That's got to be something that, yeah. Maybe that's what he does. Maybe that's what he does to pay a couple of his card notes or something. Who knows? I don't know what kind of life he's living. Antonio said, "If you get taco, that would be awesome." Taco, <laughs> taco man. Monday. It's Monday though. Taco court. No, no, no. He means taco from. Oh the yeah, league. taco from the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bogart hasn't even seen it. He doesn't even. Well, I mean, he's seen that, a couple but you know what's funny is people always said to me, "I was the Ralphie of the group." Yeah, Rafi's a savage. Like I don't think I don't think anyone's like him in real life. Um, does I mean? Well, because my boys fuck with that shit, and they would always be like, "Bro, you're you're like Ralph, you're like Rafi." Yep, Ed. Select my name. You just hit hit. Yep, hit yes, and then it's gonna have you go through the rest of the stuff there. Yeah, Rafi. They um, uh, he doesn't just play in normal leagues like them. The one league that he talks about first is a domination league that he plays in. And winner gets to punch the loser in the face. <laughs> Does he ever come through black eyes and shit? <laughs> I mean, you never really see it. No, but uh, yeah, that, that was just one thing where he talks about how their league is so lame and shit. Was there a dude in the show who like went and tried to injure his opponent's like player? Like, tried to like arrogate the motherfucker? Yeah, well, so... It was uh, the main guy in the league. His name, uh, the main guy is Pete. And uh, they know that Rafi is just one of those guys. You can tell him to, like, go kill someone and he'll go do it, you know, just because like, he, he's wild. And uh, <laughs> he was like, hey, he was like, is that Matt Forte? And he was like, I don't know, is it? He was like, the Asian guy? <laughs> he was like, no, the guy standing next to him. And uh, he was like, I think it is. I don't know. And he was like, dude, that guy is on your team. He's out here getting wasted right now. He's like, should I go kill him? And he was like, no, but you should trade him to me. <laughs> and, so, and so they just try to take advantage of him where he can. But he's like, yeah, Rafi's crazy. Like, he's just insane. Like, <laughs> yeah. So this is a Chicago-based joint. Chicago-based. Yeah. Okay. Yep. They're, all, uh, they're all about the Bears when they're there. And they even uh, somehow, so they get Jay Cutler on the show and they actually, uh, they have a kid and uh, they're at like the same, like his wife's at the same, like mommy and me, like, you know, um, whatever, like, uh, you know, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell it's called. Baby class. One of those baby classes. There you go. I'm so high. I can't even think about it. And um, they steal Jay Cutler's son's like milk. (laughs) Cutler milk. Baby cutlet. They call it baby cutlet. Baby cutlet milk, yep, and they give it to their son, and uh, it was so funny. Then randomly, like the two kids are like, I don't know, they're walking around or something, and he like swats it down. And he was like, oh, <laughs> almost intercepted the cutler ball, and <laughs> like Jay Cutler or the wife got all pissed about it. Cutlers don't throw interceptions. <laughs> Did he have uh, his bitch on there playing the wife? Yeah, yeah. Was that his real wife? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Larry. Yeah, yeah. Yep. she yeah. left. She left him recently, right? And I remember, uh, because I, I fucked with uh, I fuck with a uh, Breakfast Club sometimes. It just pops in my feed, and it was like the uh, what's her name? The, the half black Asian chick. I forget her name. She kind of hot too. Um, 
don't remember the name. I know Angela Yee, right? She said she was reporting how Christian Cavallari left him, and she said uh, one of the things she said is that he's incredibly boring, and like he like he's like it was like he's great with the kids, and he's he was you know he's a great man this and that, but like her personally, he's hella boring. <laughs> but it's like I bet you he is, man. Yeah, like he Jay was already probably Jay Keller will probably watch paint dry. Yeah, I mean, if you were boring when you're in the NFL, like I can only imagine life after the NFL. He had a TV show. Boring. Yeah, boring on here too. <laughs> I thought it was funny as hell. Some of the stupid shit. I've been with my girl forever. And back in the days, she used to watch that show like Laguna Beach and the Hills and all shit. And that's where that bitch came from. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's the, funny because that's how that's how my wife knew her too. Like our well new Jay yeah. Cutler or whatever, because that's a stupid ass show. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's funny. So uh so ridiculous. And um, but yeah, we're gonna get you into watching that show, bro. Ooh. You know what is I got so many things I need to binge on. That's one of them though. Cause like I after fantasy, which is basically February, right? Then it's like I just go through like the cleanse. You know what I mean? Yeah, everything else. Yeah. Hell yeah. Depends on how mad as fuck I am at fantasy. You know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy. This week 14 is so crucial in, like, a lot of my leagues. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I, there's a chance to make, like, you know, 18 out of 21 playoffs here. That's a lot of bread. So, I'm, like, I'm excited, but I'm also, like, anxiety-ridden. Yeah, I just went through all my teams. Well, I went through them last week, and it looks like uh, 73% of my leagues, um, I'm uh, at least in the playoff hunt. It's like 12 of them were already locked down to playoff spot. And those are like top one or two for the most part. And then, uh, yeah, but about 73% of the leagues, I'm still in the hunt in. All right. And uh, Nigel, good looking on the super chat, bro. It's that best trio in the game. Hustler, JC money and give me money. Appreciate you guys and all the hard work and dedication. And we got a fourth because JC money is making a special guest appearance. He's one day. He's going to be here all the time next season. I'm sure he'll be here all the time. But the normal Monday host is our man, TD. Who does it better? Nobody. Most passionate man I know in the game. Nobody, baby. What's good, my bros? What up? What's going on, man? What's going on? Shit, chilling. What's going Man, on? Any- money? It's cold as hell here, so I'm not working today. Minus, <laughs> it's minus 18 with wind chill. Hey, I want to. Hey, I want to see. You got to do a picture, right? Like, um, uh, like just wet your beard and go outside, and until long enough till it get you get the icicles. And, then- <laughs> <laughs> and I can send you a picture. I got a picture from like last year when I was snow blowing, and all of a sudden my whole beard was like just all white and shit. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man man antonio's a savage said first time taco came on your show i got i was hyped i thought it was taco from the league <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. oh well that's funny and antonio shouting out td what up bro bro hey that's funny it's like you go to like like you're like uh you're like oh man the, the brady's doing a signing 
You're like, oh yeah, you go over there to go, you wait in line, and it's like Brady, the dude from the Brady, the Brady bunch. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. Oh man, and Sir Bong's lot in the building. What up, bro? Yeah, super high, super high. And here we go. Second take extra throwing in some Darren Waller news. Raiders coach said Darren Waller knee is considered day to day. Waller's considered week to week before missing the Raiders game week thirteen against Washington. He's not going to be right the rest of the season, is he? Darren Waller, I'm mad that he was injured. You know why? Because if he wasn't injured, I wouldn't have fooled around with the Foster Moreau. <laughs> yeah, because luckily I only I think I only played him in one league. Other than that, I he wasted a spot on my bench. Yeah. But I apologize to anybody who I said start Foster Moreau. You know what was frustrating? They didn't even give him a target till like the end of the second quarter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like then he gets one catch and rips off of like a 34 yarder. And it's like, do that more. Yeah. Like, why can't he get three more of those? Do you think you need to apologize for that? Because what would you do if you go back to Sunday before the game? Would you still tell people to play Foster Murray? Well, you know what? Yeah, I I would still go back and do that. And so, um, because Washington's been giving up the booty. I uh, I, I know when I'm wrong and, um, and like, uh, I know that I know that there's some people who might be like, man, he fucking told me to do that. So I'll say apologize to anyone who may be up in their feelings, you know, about it. But okay, here's yeah. one. Here's one. This is one. I did this to myself in one spot. I'm trying to decide between Darno Mooney, who was already in my lineup, but I also mm-hmm. had Montgomery for context. So I didn't want to be too heavy on the Bears in this yeah. shitty weather game where I'm like, they're just gonna run the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Then I pivot to. Uh, to Rashad Bateman, because there's no Joe Hayden, and then yep. like, and then, then it, it works. It doesn't work out. He puts up a big goose egg. Here's yeah. the thing. It made me. It made me go and look at. I had to go and look at Lamar Jackson's numbers because I'm like, I started realizing like, yo, he he don't got more than. I think he has only four games over 20 fantasy points. Like mm-hmm. that means like we don't want anybody there. You know what I mean? That's like, right. And then it started making me look at it like, damn, like, it's his reputation of being good. Once I looked at the numbers, I probably wouldn't have pivoted to Rashad Bateman or or for, for the last two weeks tell people to start Rashad Bateman. You know what I mean? Because it's not there happening for anyone. You know what I mean? I, I get it. And you're right. And I'm always, and I tell my guys, like, if I tell you to play the wrong guy, I'm sorry. But listen, guys. I don't play fantasy for the results. I play it through the process. And the process says, if if, Foster, if Darren Wallace out, I'm playing Foster Moreau. They heavy targeted the um, tight ends. What other tight end do I got? And then if Logan Thomas out there, if I tell you to play Foster Moreau over Logan Thomas or something, maybe I might apologize for that. But, guys, I don't. there's no other tight end out there. And so I see the tweet or the uh, comment about Rex Burkhead. Well, who was the other like guys to play? Because Rex Booker, even though he didn't do good, what other running backs was gonna get that type of workload? Yeah, well, no, I mean it was it was because like I was I was like, man, fuck Rex Burkhead. You know, like he's only gonna be like just drop him because like his ceiling is only so high, and like we're shooting for championships right now. You know, we're not playing for fifth place. You know, so we got to go with way higher upside guys. Okay. And and you know, 
when David Johnson goes out, I pivot. I tell a couple people to start Rex Burkhead amongst like some shitty options that they give me. Uh, So, no, I think that's him, you know, just like doing what I did, saying I fucked up Sam Foster Moreau. Man, daddy (laughs) taking his lumps and he fucked up by bringing up Rex shithead, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's all it is. We're all guessing at the end of the day. We're all having fun trying to get guess right. Exactly. Exactly. See, here's that's when you need a goddamn. We tell you a guy that's on the bench and he don't start. That's when you need to like, hey, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? You know. But if you are playing a guy and he gets, well, how many false world snaps he got? Like ninety percent of the snaps. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check that. But I swear he was on the field all the time. (laughs) Every time I looked out there. Here's the thing, he's also blocking too. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And and you know, and that and okay, how about this? I I, I I'm gonna disagree and when we, we okay, played eighty-five percent of the snaps. Yeah. Okay. We don't we don't I'm gonna disagree. We don't play a guessing game here. That's what I'm saying. Like if we go back and, and you ask me again Sunday, Ralph Foster Moreau or about Rashad Bayman or anything like that, I uh-huh. I'm I'm gonna say the same thing because exactly. my, I'm not guessing. I'm I'm I ha- I'm wired to have like uh, a method to the madness like you know like like for example if there's going to be like you know 20 plus plus mile an hour wins i'm probably going to be disciplined to sit those receivers you know what i mean like you know know, there's a you know like uh, i i heard someone say it you know like you're not paying for the result you're paying for the process yes that's what i always say Yeah. And so, I mean, that's what you guys got to remember. So, because the last time we told you to start Foster Moreau, he got a touchdown. <laughs> he got a touchdown. Yes. He, didn't get a touchdown. he had like six for 80 in a tug. You know, oh, he, yeah. He was he killed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Greg Olson, Greg Olson, it's a coordinator, Greg Olson. He's so fucking vanilla. <laughs> this is just what they do. And so, if, and so right? they try to get creative, you know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, they try to get creative, like, or maybe not creative, but you, here's another thing. Because I actually rewatched that game, the condensed version, because I wanted to see what happened with Foster Moreau. So I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, anyways, what hurt him the most was not only he's out there blocking for Josh Jacobs, but Josh Jacobs was getting all the targets. The he was. He got he has been over the last couple of weeks. They've been, they've been using him that way. Yeah. Yeah. He caught balls. So, like, yeah. and this is because the game plan. So, and you know, and, and maybe it's because I don't respect Greg Olson at all. Like I didn't, ex- I don't expect him to be able to make adjustments like that. Like, oh, Waller's hurt the past few weeks, so during the course of the week, we're game planning Josh Jacobs more. You know what I mean? And because it's yep. showing. Yep. I mean, like I hate Josh Jacobs, but this week we got a lot of Josh Jacobs questions, and I was just like, you know, there's not really any, too many running backs right now that I would start over Josh Jacobs outside of like, outside of like the names. You know what I mean? Because he's a high end. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so, like next year, you know, I don't take running backs in the first round, but say next year with him getting his targets, I like I like a running back like that. I take him around what fourth, fifth round, third round in the super flex, uh, and then get those. And then he, you know, he's getting targets now. Here, here, here's the thing: what happened with him? They signed Drake in the offseason, and people hate Josh Jacobs because of that all that yeah. shit. So then that make that that drops him in ADP. You know, next year. Yeah. There's still going to be Drake, but he's going to finish as a top 12 with the landscape of running backs and all the injuries. He's going to finish above, and, and 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 that's going to be hilarious because, like, I hate Josh Jacobs, and I, you know, what I mean, I, I always tell people you either need him to score or or catch a couple balls because other than that, he's a wash, and then now he's doing both like the past couple weeks. So, I mean, touche, yeah. 
Yeah, and we'll see. I don't know if I'm going to be uh, trying to cash in on him, you know, next year. Well, it all depends on the coaching regime, you know, and everything that goes out there. Yeah, as of right now, he's he's nowhere close to the top twelve or anything oh, okay. just yet. Okay. He's 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 got a ways to go. Let me see. Where is he? He's like sixteen right now. He should be doing. Is he doing? He's doing better than Saquon. He's he's set. He's seventeen right now. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, he's there, but he, closer to a closer to a flex than a than an RB one. Okay. Okay. Well, but where he's where he's at right now makes him a high end RB two though. You know what I mean? So it's probably I'm just, a mid level, not high. I'm gonna say mid. Yeah, you're right. I mean, because what what that's twelve, so he's 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah, he's so like, he's. He's number five in the RB2s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fuck him. But, uh, it, I mean, it... No, Leonard Fournette was, right, was back there last year, too. It's about the same spot. What's that? Two yeah. Playoffs. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... It's going to come down to the way that he finishes. And yes. the, uh, the way that people we draft people next year is always about how they finish. You know, yeah. right up going into the playoffs and whatever they do in the playoffs, that's the kind of value they're going to carry over to redraft leagues. Yep. Yeah, like like Robert Woods had Robert Woods finished higher than Cooper Cup last year in 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 a PPR. So like people draft a lot of people drafted him over over Cup. Cup was the value this year. You know what I mean? I know uh, I did in one league. And me too. Keenan Allen was the value too uh, this year. You know what I mean? Just I mean he had a couple. He had like a chunk. Like October was bad, but you uh, know September and November he's been killing shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, who else was a good value this year? I mean, people thought Cortland Sutton was going to be that value. Not so much. You know what I mean? Even, even, Droppable, even, like we said this past yeah. week before this game. Yeah. You know I mean? There's a lot of things you'll go back and look at the draft, especially in, at the, in your later rounds. Like the guys you're like, you know, like those later round guys, it's like, okay, you start reaching for your guys sometimes. Like if there's a guy you like in the, in the 15th round, you know what I mean? But he's 17th normally. I know you might get him a little early. Like, it's yeah. funny though. I draft when I look yeah. back like like this year I made a conscious effort I'm gonna get all the high-end handcuffs like so I had a bunch of Pollard AJ Dillon because I just I'd rather have those guys than like Will Fuller or you know what I mean yeah like, you know guys yeah. like you know what I mean like that, going running back that, that is very talented to me always be like the league winning type players like Cam Akers last year I, I I thought he was good. Um, I thought that was the type of guy that I wanted on my. Team. If, if he, you know, what's sad too is that he he got hurt against the Jets. You know what I mean? That was week fourteen, or it was week thirteen, and then then he was just done after that week week fourteen. He no, get- no, I think it was after that because he balled week fourteen. I remember that. Okay, that was the Thursday. Well, he lost to the semifinal. I mean, he didn't do good the semifinal game. Week, yeah, week fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what. I, yeah, I, said, I hit him. I lost I, in the team that I only lost one game in that league, and I lost in the uh, the semifinals. I was sick. Cam Akers. Uh, I didn't have any running back to start. David P says, "Tell Derrick Henry to put some crack butter on it and get out there." <laughs> <laughs> Derrick Henry is still RB eight as of right now. He hasn't played for four games. Like, <laughs> so hundred and thirty-seven yards before he was out. I guarantee you, Derrick Henry finishes the top twenty-four running back this year. Oh, easily. Oh, yeah. There's way too many injuries for sure. He's at top 20. Yeah. I mean, really, could he finish as a top 15? I think that's what it's going to yeah, come down yeah, to. It's going to be pretty damn close, but I think he'll be right around like RB. Yeah, probably between 20 and 24 somewhere. Yeah. What about, what about rushing yards? If we just go by rushing yards. 
Uh, I was. I mean, eight thirty-three. I think Hustler said a couple weeks ago. Uh, nine nine thirty-seven. Like there's only two people with more yards in the more rushing yards in the NFL. So crazy. Taylor and Mixon. Those are the only <laughs> ones that have more yards okay. in them right now. Would y'all take CMC if you hit the number one overall pick? Who you taking right now, Hustler? Real quick. Probably Taylor. What, or, what yeah. about you, Bogart? If if I'm if I got the one one. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Yeah, I probably I I probably grab Taylor. What about you, JC? Just because, like, I mean, because the situation is gonna be the same. You know what I mean? Like that line is still together. Like, and like he's gonna finish. It's the allure of it. But see, the, here's the fun. The the fun is gonna be in the value next year. You know what I mean? Like the fun is gonna be in the value. Like, like I think Javante next year is probably gonna warrant like a second round. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, I bet you he'll be a second rounder. So I might even be a, 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 opposed to earlier running back and go receiver because because there's guys Justin like Jefferson, uh, Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. You know, Devontae Adams. It depends on where he goes. So is there any world where you take a CMC in the first round? No. Any place at the back? One eleven. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Back end of the first, I mean, I, I'm still willing to do that. Derrick Henry's going to be two for me. I mean, right behind yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Okay. You what about you, JC? Who's number – same thing for you? Yeah, I would do Derrick. I'd see, I would go – if I'm going to go running backs, it just depends on, like, right now I'm just kind of salty about these running backs. <laughs> it's just bad taste, you know? Like, I've had – I have CMC in a couple of leagues, and it's just like it just – it really hurts you unless you unless you, unless you you find someone like an Elijah Mitchell to at least kind of, like, help you out. But I got to – It really hurts. Okay, I got a question for you guys now. We, I was talking about this earlier on the earlier stream that we were doing, just about how the evolution of football is pretty much how the evolution of fantasy football goes as well. You know, when the NFL started turning into more of a passing league, we see the point per reception. You know, we see that adopted. I feel like I play in a bunch of leagues where it's points per carry as well. Now, yeah. maybe like a tenth of a point or a quarter of a point. Some mm-hmm. I'm even seeing a half a point. It just depends on how the whole, uh, you know, just how all the points are dispersed, yeah. you know, things like that. Do you think that we need to start doing things like that, like point per carry? I mean, it it makes it, the guys like Jonathan Taylor, like Derrick Henry, it makes them so much yeah, better. Yeah. Because, I listen, I played running back in high school. So I'm like, listen, no, I might not hit 100 yards, but if I have 25 carries for 80 yards and I don't fumble, I did, I had a good game in my coach's eyes. So let's yeah. translate that to fantasy, right? So I love – that's why, I Hustle, I love your format of your leagues, no cap. You know, I just like the way you do 0.25 per carry. You're giving those guys to get 35 carries. You're giving them some points. And I think that they need to do that. I like the PPR. But give something to for a carry, not a point. It's not, No, you, you don't get a point. But – Two point two five. Yes, and I'm a fan of that shit in deeper leagues because when the player pool isn't as vast out there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Start adding some extra value. You know what I mean. Like, like if if you were to start Rex Burkhead this past couple weeks in like a, a quarter point, you know per carry, you're getting something out of him because he was getting yeah. the carries. Yep, he ain't doing shit with it. <laughs> yeah, what was it like 18 carries for like 30 something yards? Yeah, but, yeah. I'm, I'm sick because I needed him to come up and I told people to start. And so, guys, if you're watching, hey, I'm sorry, but I don't know what I would. I'm not gonna tell you to play. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Wendell Smallwood over uh, Rex Burkhead. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do oh, that. 
No, that see that's see that's a, that's a great example there because like this is just that's enough that's that's doo doo versus doo doo. So it's like the better <laughs> the better doo doo was was Rex Burkhead in that in that case, right? But like you know what I'm saying, like it. Here's another thing too is like I, I with no one really preferences the depth of the league. It's, but you can tell by the questions, right? Like if they if it's like five starters and like start two, you're like, yeah, this guy's a ten man league, maybe maybe yep. eight. I mean, or like, but when you get the obscure, like, hey man, do I start Rex Burkhead or um, you know, Latavius Murray? And you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're uh, hold on. Some news just came in right now, according to Field Yates, that the Chargers have placed Keenan Allen on the COVID reserve list. Mm. So ah, he's gonna be out this week. So, what about everybody else that was around him? You gotta wait and see as the week go on, probably. All right, you ready for this? Because I've been waiting for this. Y'all ready for this? Go ahead, my man Josh Palmer. Let's go, dude. Jalen Guyton, Jalen Guyton, Guyton. Josh Palmer won't get a catch, probably. Bogart, listen, Jalen Guyton's an outside guy. Their possession, their possession receiver, who they're breading to be the guy, if any Keenan Allen ever goes down, is Josh Palmer. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm not yeah. saying go out there and put him in your line, put everything on the line, <laughs> fantasy yeah. playoff. I'm just saying, like, I've because I like Josh Palmer. I've been waiting for this. You know what I mean? DSF play. You know what though? And Mike Williams, I mean, obviously he's gonna get more volume. We put a lot for all the Mike. Williams owners out there they're probably really frustrated. So this got to make this uh, like Bog 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 Bogart's in the Matrix. The new Matrix again. There he is. He's back. Yeah, my back. There you go. Okay. The Matrix is crazy place, man. You know, I was actually going. How long was I gone? Three seconds. Yeah. Yeah, I was in there for like three months. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the new one to come out. I got to watch it. And yeah, life and sports talk with Jake. Oh, Is he vaccinated? I don't yeah. know. That's a great question. I, yeah, we, they, they didn't say one way or the other. They said they put him on the COVID reserve. Hey, you know what, though? I bet you Keenan Allen's the type that'll be like, yeah, I'm vaccinated and not be. Because oh, remember, man. he told everybody, he said, don't sit me. I remember I forgot to send you this meme or this gift or yeah, this meme that I had. And it was like a picture of Antonio Brown, like in the woods, like he was like all in his gear. And like somebody walked up to him and asked for him for his COVID card. And like the picture that it showed like that he was handing was like a piece of paper. And it drew it drew like uh, it said like COVID tested card. Like and it was like in Koran. And it was just like a picture of him taped on there. <laughs> it was so funny. I have to find it said to you. I died. It's funny. Yeah, I, since we brought, uh, since we're on the, uh, you know, the whole vaccine um, stuff, uh, Second Take Extra said Antonio Brown rumors that the Buccaneers could cut wide receiver actor vaccine debacle. Yeah, the report says. Yeah, I'll I'll so. The reason why I don't think so, they don't want him to be a whistleblower. He's not the only one that did this. And listen, I'm not going to put any names oh, out there, but I'm, I could think of a quarterback that plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that could have done this. I'm not seeing any names. Yeah, I would say that, no, he's going, he's protected. And if he do let be let go, um, I still think he'll have an opportunity. This is yeah. something that you can put up front with a diva guy to see, but as long as he's not out and getting accused of, you know, the grape or things like that. How does this not hurt like Bruce Arians? Because he did come out and say that they were 100% vaccinated. 
Yeah, exactly. He did. He did. <laughs> well, Bruce, yeah. Like, Bruce, oh, Bruce Arians, Bruce though. Is. Here's the fun thing about being old. You can just be like, I didn't say that. And then, then you can be like, <laughs> be like fuck, I, I think I'm losing it. You know what I mean? You could just, like, I would I would use coach speak in real life if I was an old person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just use it to your advantage. His <laughs> lies. All lies. Yeah, his damn coach speak. All their damn lies. <laughs> Shit's so funny. Brucey. And let's Brucey's, see. It's oh. Brucey's time to shine, baby. How <laughs> <laughs> come I can't play quarterback? Throw <laughs> me the ball. <laughs> That's why, dumbass. <laughs> like, I, I... <laughs> Shit's so funny. Fucking Brucey. All right, and then uh, AK said, thanks, everyone. My bench is completely full of injured prime players. Uh, least prime are Carter and Gordon. Would you drop Carter? Do you think he'll be out much longer um, than his expected uh, show in week 15? So, and I think uh, Melvin Gordon, I think um, I think he practiced today. I'm, I'm looking here and said that he's that he did. They did practice today. He's expected to be back at some point this week. Or he's expected to be back practicing at, at some point this week. There we go. I hate him. You know yeah. what? Okay, let me ask you guys a question. You think after Javante did what we all know he can do, do you think that coaching staff views it like that, though? Like, okay, he's the guy. Like, like who gets the bulk, at least. You know what I mean? Because we're not going to not see Melvin Gordon. You know what I mean? I mean, that was against KC, though. I think we're in for a I think we're in for a 50-50 split the rest of the way, but we already know they're running everything through those two. So if they both combine for like 35 touches, I think both of them are, you know, they're not RB1s like Javante was, you know, RB2, literally the RB2 yet uh yesterday on the, yeah. on the week and um but yeah, I think they're both like RB2s, you know, when when they both play. My son knows where I hid the little mini Kit Kats, and this kid keeps coming up to me with them, like smiling. Here, give it to me. And I have to open it every time. Or else, if he if he didn't have to open, if I didn't have to open it, he would have been in there eating them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, AK said, "Would you drop Carter?" I think that if you need that spot to win or you're going to pick up someone to start, you don't have an IR spot. I think Carter's someone that you can just uh, you know cut bait with. Because if you need to win right now, we need to win right now. It's not the time to bullshit. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting rid of Carter in general because even when Carter comes back, he's like – when Carter was doing his thing, it was with Mike White, right? It was it was, it was, was never, Flacco. Yeah, it was never – and Flacco. It, it went with um, Zach Wilson. I'm pretty sure that could change. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, Mike, Mike – it's also not going to change that they're going to run multiple running backs. That's, that's annoying. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. another thing to view next year. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy because we're dealing with more committees more than ever. You know what I mean? Like, and if not committees, timeshares. And like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they made it popular. Uh, you know, Stefanski, he made it popular to have a one-two punch because everybody trying to do a one-two punch now. You know what I mean? Go back to uh, who is it? Jonathan Stewart and uh, D'Angelo Williams. There yep. you go. And yeah. then um M and wasn't MJD partnered up with someone there, Fred Jackson. You know, like this has been going on for a while. Fred Taylor, there we go. Not Fred Jackson. 
EJ Spiller and Fred Jackson was the one. What you were thinking? Yeah, of. Fred Jackson yeah. was a beast in the, in the last two or three years of his career. He was a he, beast. He's probably he's probably one of my favorite running backs of all time for fantasy because like everybody always slept on him. You always got him hella late. <laughs> and just on, killed it. Come on, yep. Fred. Fred what? Jackson from Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Back when it was him, yeah, Fred Jackson, C.J. Spiller, mm-hmm. um, uh, St- Stevie Johnson. That was uh, and, right after, and Fitz- Fitzpatrick. That was right after they got rid of uh, – they traded away uh, Marshawn. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, so it was Fred. It was Freddie's time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell, yeah. So – They've been doing this forever. We were talking about it earlier. Who's the I other mean, guy with CJ2K? There was another guy there too. Lendell White. Yeah. Chris Johnson and Lendell White. That was one of the yeah. best like tandems that we've seen in a long ass time. Yeah. And then young Jamal Jamal Charles, too. He was with another cat. Uh Larry Larry Johnson. Larry, young Jamal Williams. Yeah, young I mean not, not Jamal Williams. I'm sorry, young Jamal, Jamal Charles. Oh, I just said. Oh, Jamal. yeah. He, he was with um, Him and another guy, Larry. Was it was Larry Johnson, right? I think I think it was. I think they were both running at the same time. You could start both of them in fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was when Larry Johnson was kind of like almost on the way out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, Derrick Henry, he might be the only one who is like a literal workhorse back to where he's getting 90 plus a workhorse back to me right now is someone who gets like 75 uh, percent plus of the touches, you know, because like everyone's getting some kind of split. It doesn't matter where. Yep. When I started really paying attention, right. It was like, it probably, you know, like to like, you know, like, Oh, let's go see how many carries that guy had or this, like, you know, how, how much was he on the field? Like, I remember Adrian Peterson and Marshawn Lynch, but like they had a stretch where like they're getting like 400 touches a year. Yeah. Like that's insane. You know what I mean? 400. I want to say, did, did Marshawn get like 450 one year? I forget. I, think it might I don't even know. that. I mean, shit, if he did, that's going to be like the most touches ever, you know, in a season. I know he went well over 400 a few times. I don't know. I might be high. Either way, my version is better. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like your version better too. Right. I love his tel- touchdown celebration, dude. When he's just balling, just running, nobody's catching him, dude. He just runs and jumps and grabs. And his motherfuckers head. will go to the liquor store and make it a point that when they're getting their bottles to pregame for a Seahawks game, they're also gonna get a bag of Skittles because when he scores, everybody's throwing Skittles at that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> like that was insane, and he even got a bag from Skittles after. Like, Why would you not? If you were Skittles, you would be stupid not to give him some kind of endorsement deal. Yeah, <laughs> power. They knew, yeah, they knew that. He said. He said his moms used to give uh, used to give it to him before his game, like his Pop Warner games, and would say, um, "You know, these these are your power pellets." You know what wow. I mean? Wow. And, and like, like after you scored a touchdown, that that was the that was the reward for getting it, and you had to get more of that juice. You know. <laughs> They yeah. do gotta be. Hey, he's a Hall of Famer. Marshall Lynch is a Hall of Famer. You know what's sad? Yeah. They're they're not gonna give it to him till he's old as cr- and crusty, bro. Really? You think so? Yeah. yeah. Better not. I mean, he won a Super Bowl with Seattle, right? Yeah. Any, well, any, they would have won two if they would have given it to him. He should get in because of that. 
Kenny went over twenty thousand, and that's my whole thing. He like it took lifetime pro bowler. To should have been a first ballot guy. I'm not saying that Marshawn should be a first ballot guy, but To should have been. But the yes. fact that he, he was polarizing for other reasons aside from football is reasons why they're like we're not going to give it to him yet. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. then he knew he should have been a first ballot, so he tried to boycott it. And now, well, and now I think they even like did some shit, like took his bus down or something like that. Like. You know, he he tried to shaft him, and it, I bet you he regrets that now. No, that's he don't. You talking about T.O. going to the, going to Chattanooga? Yeah. No, he, he don't, because he did it on purpose, and he said it, and he actually talked about that on Shannon Sharp. If you want to go look that last uh, interview he, that he did. Oh, no, he no, like, no. I'm talking about, no, no, I'm, I'm talking about not going to the induction. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He went to Chattanooga and did it at his uh, college. It's all my <laughs> Right, you did say that. Okay, it was because yeah. he got snubbed, so he was like, "I'm snubbing you guys." And right. like, I mean, I'm sure there'll be a point in his life okay. where he like wishes that he went, that he went there and did it there. But but he you know, always go back hustling. They had to revisit every year. Yeah, yeah. and like Marshawn Lynch, though, you already know why. One of the reasons why they're going to keep him out initially is because it's all the reporters who yeah. are going to be pissed about the way that he would, you know, handle interviews or shit like that in the beginning of his career. But. Hey, you know, it's funny when he would be like, he he go like, uh, like, you know, like you're selecting the people who you're going to ask the guy, go ahead, ask your question. And then they would say something and he'd be like, like he couldn't hear him. They'd repeat the question. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, it was like, even <laughs> though that was what he was going to say each time, he would, he would, that person thought like, oh, she's really going to ask him a question. What was that? That's, that's something that's gonna last in pop culture for the re for beyond our lives. Yes. I'm just here so I don't get fined. You know why he was doing that, don't you? Why he never? Because he never talked to the media after yeah. Buffalo. You know what they did to him in Buffalo, don't you? They mocked him because they talked. They tried to call him that he couldn't speak right, and he's like, "Oh, okay." You know how Marshawn? You know those type of guys, man. Yeah, they, Marshawn's they really, very, Marshawn's yeah. very articulate. Yeah, exactly. but but you don't articulate like the way you know. Um, a lot of guys do. So they miss. They tried to. They said something in a paper like he can't talk. He must be a hooker. So he said he was done with all media. And so all of a sudden they go to the Super Bowl. He's like, I'm still not talking. And so they had to beg him. Say, and then Ashley made it where okay, I'm here saying he won't get fined, right? So that's what he went to. And I respect it. He held to it. Hey, because you know off of it. It was stupid because, like, I mean, just because you have an accent, it doesn't mean that you're dumb. Exactly. You know, like, that, that's just how people talk in the Bay. Like, it's just the base swag and the way that they talk. Sure. I, I think now it's people are understanding that yeah. a little bit more, you yeah, know, but it also takes a younger crop of reporters, yeah, you know, sure. like Dave Chappelle, Cat Williams, they all talked about it forever. They got their white voice, you know, exactly. when they go in talking <laughs> to CEOs, exactly. it's a different exactly. style of voice because that's how they need to talk to get taken seriously. Exactly. I'm yeah, glad man. things are changing, yes. though. I'm glad that's things are changing. People, that's how they play their bills. Hey, hey, how you doing? Thank you. Um, Can we? It just, yeah, you right. <laughs> you right. And uh, and life and sports talk with Jake said, hey, let's not talk about that day. <laughs> like somebody a Seattle fan. And you know what's funny too is because here's another thing, bro. Like I, this might sound conspiracy, like, but like that's the reason why they didn't run with Marshawn. Because if they ran it in with him, he punches it in. He's the MVP, not Russ. Like yep. the year, before. 
Or it was Malcolm Smith. They wanted, they wanted their guy, to, their poster to be the MVP and be the hero. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And ever since then, Pete Carroll ain't been right in the head. Right. Listen, that was the moment right there when he didn't run the ball. <laughs> that was the moment he turned old and senile. Because <laughs> he went against everything that he believes in. I, I You know what? Y'all, you know, and you know how I feel about Pete. Listen, I'm, an, I'm, I'm, and I say this: he should have been fired. I would have fired him. You know, if I was, I was talking about how Jerry Jones would have did. Jerry Jones would have walked down on the field, said, "You fired." And I, Pete Carroll would have been great up until that point. But, bro, it don't make that. Please make it make sense to me. Is if you want to talk about getting cute, you can't get no cuter than that, right? Like, why in the hell you got Marshawn Lynch with 45 seconds to go with two timeouts? He just broke a 40-yard pass. He's hot. He's on fire. He just yeah. broke another five-yard run. He's on, like, the two-yard run. Yeah. Give, it to him, give it to him. I'm going to use those first two timeouts with Marshawn Lynch with first and goal. You know what's crazy? This, this, this is one of those moments where the greats will take the liberty. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. if you're Tom right. Brady and, you get, and they get in his helmet and he's like, all right, look here, Jack. Like it's Bruce Arians, right? He's like, look here, Jack. This is what we're gonna do. We should run it, but we're gonna hit. He's like, mm, okay, okay. And he gets off. This is what we're doing. We're not doing what he said. Exactly. Willie Beam, this Willie Beam in that shit, Fuck right? Yeah. Like, there's, there's gotta be a moment right there. But and then when you when you watch the like the NFL Films documentary, it's funny yeah. because it shows Marshawn and he's walking and he and he's shaking his head and he's passing by Pete Carroll and Pete Carroll is he's on his knees. <laughs> the headset off, right? And yeah. then and he gets up and he's walking and then he's just dragging the headset from like his hip. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he couldn't believe. And then here comes he goes, What happened? What, what happened there? Yeah. Because like, he just did what he what he called. You know what I mean? And like yeah. there's a lot of shit that's going on, right? Yeah. Like you got um you got all the coaches, you got the coaches who are up there and they're watching from a high, you know what I mean? And they, they're seeing some. They're sending the message down. Belichick there's on the sideline. He's he's seeing that. Oh, he's he's telling all his guys. He's going like this. He's telling, okay, you know, get get goal line stand right. We yep. try to run it. And he told he Malcolm Malcolm Butler all week. And this is why Belichick is the greatest because he kept he kept running that same place. And hey, if you see this play, you Jump run it. the ball. Yeah. You know? And they said they practiced it a bunch of times in practice. I mean, and he picked off Jimmy a couple times because Jimmy's playing the role of of, uh, of uh, Russell Wilson, you know, Jimmy G. Yeah. And he, every he said he made the play every every time, and when he saw it, he just it was just instinct. You know what I mean? Mm. And what's crazy is because that's the that's the chess match that I love. That's the two coaches dueling each other right there. When 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 the coach tried to get cute, Belichick had already vetted his guys to look out for every fucking situation. Yeah. Except for the one that they couldn't stop, which was run the ball. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And even right then and there, he was going goal. He was like, goal line. They're gonna try to they're gonna pound it in. You know what I mean? Right. Get strong down there. And and you know what I'm saying? They they, they go for it like it's gonna be a run. Yep. Ward Willis. Ward Willis, he said Pete Carroll didn't last a year as the Jets coach. Yeah. Um, hey, I, saw, uh, I couldn't really sleep last night, and it was just on the TV. Is Willie Willie McGinnis's uh, football life? And, and he's awesome, by the way, right? Yeah. And, uh, they showed a clip of him right when he was 
uh, when he was with the Patriots and they had Pete Carroll, he was flashing on Pete Carroll. <laughs> they were and they were about to fight, bro. Yeah, I thought Richard Sherman was gonna fight him when he made that call. I said, guys, don't be surprised if you hear that uh, Richard Sherman goes to jail for assaulting Pete Carroll. Because I said, hey, Matt, come on me, I'm not being funny. What you thought was gonna happen, Hustle? That damn defense balling out all but for two years of the road, and he they lose the game on a uh, on a pick with Russell Wilson with Marshawn Lynch, the best short yards runner of all time. Yeah, yeah, some bullshit. That too. Like, I don't police will put. Look, listen. I will push my coach. I would, man. I mean, well, how you gonna do some shit like that, man? Man, I Kadarius Tony him. I, I'd do more than push him. <laughs> Go headbutt him for doing some stupid shit like that. Just go up to him, flashing on him, and just accidentally headbutt him. Accidentally. I, I just want to play in the league again. That's why I'm just gonna push him. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Chandler said off topic, but bogey. Should the 49ers roll with Lance? Jimmy G looks sus. Nah, Jimmy G looks great. It's just because you know why? This is what he is. So I don't I, – I, when he throws a pick or fumbles or, or takes a, a safety, like th these are the reasons why I say when we win with uh, – we win ugly with handsome Jimmy. When we do win, it's never pretty. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. And, like, and that's, that's a testament to how raw Lance is because the, the coaches see it during the week. And you know what I mean? They see it all day, every day. We don't see it. If Lance, if they saw that Lance, if we had a better chance with him, he would have been in there already. They tried that. They they tried to do like the the, the, the spark, the, you know, the light of fire under his ass type of shit. It didn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Lance like, is raw. Lance is raw. And that could have hurt. That could have been the most detrimental thing for developing QB too. Like that, that could have set him back for the rest of the season. Like, he went out there, looked hella bad. He watched him because they're gonna make you watch that film. You know what I mean? And like, and that's the thing too, is if you're, I don't know what kind of moxie he has. Like, if he's eager to get back out there, or if he's discouraged on, on his performance so far. You know what I mean? He might have to be moxie because that's why Kyle Shanahan picked him up. Apparently, that he was very moxie, smart, um, that type of stuff. Yeah, and like, and Chandler <laughs> says the land starts week one though, right? Next oh, year, next right? year, yeah, for sure. I, Jimmy's I gonna have our. There's gonna be opportunities to move Jimmy, and and like the the quarterback carousel is gonna happen like it always does every year, and you know there's you know wherever Cousins and 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 and, and uh, Aaron Rodgers don't go, that's a, that's the spot we trade Jimmy to. Listen, watch watch Aaron Rodgers don't come back, right? Because I'm I'm not gonna say 100 percent he's not coming back because you know it. People like TDs made a good case for him to stay if they win, right? But yeah. so, so you know, you know that 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 kind of brought it for me. But if he don't come back, that's the system, Matt Lafleur, just it. like Shanahan system. We can trade them, Jimmy. You yep. know what I mean? And then yep. and then Jay Love is just going to be a career backup till like until like you know they, they don't you know, after his fifth year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. And Bogart with the money transition there. So for the Packers, Jordan Love is added to COVID reserve uh, today. Um, we already knew Aaron Rodgers is going to play, but there's a bunch of people who are getting added to COVID reserve um, today. And we'll see what happens throughout the week. It's not like he makes a difference, but. They just need to put him on the practice squad. Yeah. He's you got to work the waiver wire because it's. COVID situation, injuries, you got to keep working the waiver wire. Don't sit pat because you're in the playoffs. Man, this is a Cam bitch. I just realized 
I just realized I have like eight shares. Like Keenan Allen's the most owned court, uh, receiver I have out of 21 leagues. I have eight shares of him. You know what I mean? And that sucks because I need him in all eight of those bitches. <laughs> Especially this week, that's for sure. And even if he is vaccinated, I'm just going to move like we're not going to have him because we haven't seen anybody get COVID that's vaccinated and then then still have two days straight negative tests. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It Cam Jordan was placed on the COVID reserve list too, so anyone who's been playing him in IDP, get ready to pivot. For this, another for the... On the other side of the ball for the Saints, Deontay Harris been suspended for the next three weeks. So that uh, that all finally uh, caught Deontay up. Deontay Harris for the New Orleans Saints? Yep. What is he suspended for? It was for uh, the DUI, P- I believe. Or... No, oh, it's okay. P- oh, the PED. There we go. Yeah. Damn, he, it ain't, he's, small, he's a small guy. That's why, why he needed it. Yeah. He had to kickstart that training. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was an injured cat too, though. You know what I mean? Because that's see, that's what's funny is like you expect cats to rehab and not use some type of steroid. You know what I mean? Because he was appealing it, and um, I, I and so I think it finally, uh, finally went. And it was, uh, yeah, and no, and it was uh, from the DUI arrest, is what it was. Not PED. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, man, the PEDs they they look like they was working though. He you see him juke like the whole uh, Dallas Cowboys defense. <laughs> Yeah, but no, really what it was is he was playing for his freedom on the field right there. Really yep. trying to uh running you know. from the police. He's seen this, he's seen the bat the star, and he was like, Oh, but the police. And there we go. Yeah, big Kong throwing it out there right there. Got suspended for the DUI in the offseason. So it's just been it's been going for a while, and uh he appealed it and yeah. <laughs> Man, that they didn't suspend Melvin Gordon, bro, because that would have been better. Because all of a sudden, it's just like Melvin Gordon suspended. Yeah, he had the Dewey. Remember, he had the Dewey. Yeah, and it never, it never, it never came to fruition. They, uh, they appealed it then, and it, it, uh, it took yeah, it like just throughout the season is what it was. It was like it happened in November. I thought like I he apologized like right him. away, like he came forward immediately, like. Somebody was telling us about how, like, um, the players they got they got Monday they, they usually got Mondays off, so like you know, uh, oh not Mondays off the Tuesdays is like light or something. I forget what what they were saying because all, all the stuff we hear it always happens on like you know in the AM Tuesday morning. You know what I mean? And uh, so for the for the Giants, this came up a little bit, but they said after further visits with the doctors and specialists to have the neck injury evaluated for Daniel Pesos Jones, he is unlikely to play this Sunday versus the Rams. And then we already know that Mike Glennon, I mean, he's still dealing with being smacked, so he might not be available. So, TD, you ready for this? The, mm-hmm. the guy who uh, could be expected to start this week is Jake Fromm. Mm. I thought you were about to say Tony Romo or something. <laughs> no, um, that would have been funny. But yeah. it just, uh, <laughs> just goes along those lines of the goofy names that you like to throw out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Guys, Jake Fromm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Steven said, what's up, Drama Queens? What up, Steven? What's going on, bro? What's going on, bro, bro? <laughs> Man, so Steven, like, he used to give me some shit, you know, when we first started all this. I was the guy just giving him all this shit. Because, uh, really, it's because I gave him shit. when. Uh, so he, he got into a league, and I'm going to keep busting his chops about this forever. So he gets into a league, and, like, um, 
he uh, he eventually tells me he was just he didn't know he didn't he was nervous about telling me he didn't know how to pay you know which app do I use or whatever and uh, so he blocked me on Facebook like jumped out of the league and everything all this stuff like man what the hell just happened and then uh, hits me up a couple days later and he's like you know what I'm back in the league <laughs> he's like my wife told me I need to play in the league with you guys and uh, so I'm glad so props to Steven's wife who said, stop being a little B-I-B-I and just go play in the I, league. Oh, my God. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> Even is Boomhauer, bro. <laughs> He's Boomhauer. I was like, I swear. I was like, he, I was like his voice just sounds like it's so like, – for, 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 for months, it's been killing me. It's fucking Boomhauer. Boom <laughs> He's Boomhauer. That's so fun. <laughs> King of the Hill. We love it. All right, let's see. Who's some other stuff that we got here? We also got, uh, so for the Panthers, Matt Rule says he anticipates Cam being the starter this week. And uh, when it comes to P.J. Walker's statuses, he said, quote, unquote, it's up in the air. So I think it's Cam or Bust versus the Falcons this week. TD, you playing Cam at all in the Superflex League? So, and I got to give go give credit to this. Uh, I used to watch a lot of CBS. Because, uh, you know, I love fantasy football, so I watch all the content creators on YouTube. And this guy, I forgot his name. He's on CBS. He used to call certain games. If a guy ain't played good in a long time or a couple, like three to four weeks, he would call it a Jogu game off of the movie Major League. When he's remember at the end of the game, the last championship game, he's like, Jogu, if you if I do not hit home run today, I'm done with you, Jogu. Yeah. And this is a Jogu game for Cam. And I mean that, like, if he plays bad, who going, who's going to pick up Cam on his on their team as far as the NFL? Not fantasy, NFL. So Cam needs to look valuable. Like, he needs to look like he can at least command an offense and give them, you know, like, and they can, like, score at least 21 points. If he goes out there and he only completes three passes for 14 attempts, his career could, could be over. So um, am I playing Cam? Hell no. Um, I'm not doing that. I'm not getting cute or anything. that He's going to have to prove it to me, too. So, uh, no, I'm not playing Cam if I can help it. Now he if he, if he's the only guy out there far as in a super flex league, and I want this super flex boom as in a quarterback, yeah, I put I put Cam there if I had to. Okay, yeah. Taysom in a super flex, Taysom Hill or Cam Newton. I'm going Taysom Hill. See, and, that, see, and this what's funny is like I'm going Cam Newton because Taysom Hill probably looked really good for fantasy purposes. It was really bad. It was yeah, really, it was bad. really bad. He it looked was terrible. Bad. Fantasy purposes, it was awesome. You know what I mean? But there was I think no it was his finger mostly. After his finger, he looked bad. But before the finger, he looked good as hell. No, I think after the finger, it was like it was like rookie of the year or something. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. This was like after the, you know, because remember, after they, after the finger, he wasn't throwing that much. He might yeah. do like he was trying to put the game on his back and said, I'm a bail cow. Derrick Henry win the game, quarterback position. <laughs> Cause he started playing like he was like he was Tim Tebow, and I always you know say that he's like you know a new version of Tim Tebow, but uh, he's just you know right right time in the NFL to be around where he's getting a hundred plus million dollar contract doing some Tim Tebow shit. You know, out there. Here's the thing though. Tim Tebow was a good Christian, so he would just pray that everything worked his way, bro. Cause I don't know how the, Tim Tebow was terrible. Dude, oh, yeah. Tim Tebow. 
was kind of terrible. But when the game was on the line, yeah, Jesus, Jesus came down from the clouds every single time when the game was on the line. And, yes. like, I remember one game versus the Chiefs. He only completed two passes in the but game. Yeah. But one of them was a 55-yard, like, touchdown or something. Like, nothing else mattered excited. at that point. Yes. <laughs> Tim Tebow was my, one of my favorite players in the NFL in history. And it's obvious why, right? How you complete two passes and win a game and actually take your team that's going – they're not going to be in the playoffs, so they put you in. You take them to the playoffs, and you beat the number one defense in the history at that point in time. The, the, the uh, Steelers' defense had – nobody had over 300 yards passing on them. I think it was, like, something like – 200 was there like or yes. 100 like that was the average they're getting yeah that was averaging like 100 like maybe 200 yards of passing they i think they uh they i don't know their defense was number one in every category tim t and they had hall of famers tim tebow carved them up i said what i said tim <laughs> tebow carved up the number one defense in the nfl when demarius <laughs> thomas to the house <laughs> as a rookie demarius thomas was a rookie Julius Julius Thomas too, like they, you know, it was all yeah. And Willis McGahee on his last. That's the last. And Willis McGahee led the league in rushing. Yeah, I mean their their whole. I mean they're they're as a team they read they led the league in rushing. It was all Tim Tebow and uh, Willis McGahee, and it was just wild because like. You couldn't stop him. And, like, you looking even now, everyone talks shit about, um, you know, Lamar Jackson being a running back, you know, and how he's not a quarterback. I mean, I think Tim Tebow is just, like, one notch, you know, underneath Lamar Jackson. and yeah. But that one notch is a big notch when it comes to the accuracy. I agree. I agree with that. But imagine if Tim Tebow was getting 20 carries a game. I don't think he would need to throw it down. <laughs> and, I, 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 <laughs> and I say just bail count him out. And um, and play action and go deep with them. It's, it's uh, basically wildcat every time. Yes, wildcat you every time <laughs> with with a little couple of screens and jet sweeps in it. <laughs> right. Man. They had it figured out at least that one year because I remember. I mean, they cracked off like I don't know six or seven, eight wins in a row. It was something like that where they were just nobody could stop them. Nobody, nobody could, could stop, stop them. them. Who was the other guy before? Who was the guy that was uh, the quarterback before him? Uh, uh, when they, Kyle was Orton. It was Orton, right? It was, yeah, it, it, oh, my God. Was he clipboard Jesus? <laughs> I think so. He looked great at practice. Everybody, everybody said he was, he was great, but he didn't play in a real game. I'm just trying to remember if that was his nickname that they called him. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, they called. That's what they called Orin. But I, okay, but I do remember though when Tim Tebow was a rookie, every game, bro, the, the, the audience would just be like Tebow, Tebow. <laughs> like it was like, yo, they're gonna get him. And it was a game. It was hella raining. Yeah. And he threw one pick, and they're like, get him and get Tebow in there. Everyone went crazy, bro. You <laughs> <laughs> know. Tino said, Timmy T is a patron saint. Praise Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Hey, during that during that era, me and my me and my buddies were in like in the beer bong. Like, like that was like our beer bong era. You know what I mean? And yeah. like it'd be like, you know, we'd be filling it up and I'd be like, keep up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh Bruh. my god, yeah. <laughs> you know um, Cam Newton can beat out Tim Tebow in college. They hey, play listen. on the same team. I was about to say, um, that's why I thought Cam Newton was going to work with the Patriots, though, because Josh McDaniels made it happen with someone like Tim Tebow. Yeah. And I was fighting before. That was one of the coolest things that uh, I was on record where I was able to go find the clip where I, I proclaimed, like, 
oh, it's going to be the Patriots signing Cam. Because remember last year, Cam was floating around like, oh, who's going to get Cam? I was like, it's going to be the Patriots because they got a playbook over there for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he on fire the first three weeks or four weeks. And then he, he got, caught, yeah, and then he got um, caught the vid, and then it, you know, it changed. I agree with that. And Man, I swear it, that I swear it was on like my version's better or so. Well, oh, actually, well, no, that was last year, not this year. Yeah, yeah. But I remember we made some good calls during the off season. I remember like two days before Teddy Bridgewater got traded, um, like right in the draft. I said that he was going to be get traded. I didn't say where, but I just had a prediction that they were just going to get rid of him and it was going to be a, a draft day trade. No, here's the thing though, is I remember you saying it was more specific than that. It was like you were like. Um, the Broncos aren't going to look at a QB because they're going to get Teddy B. Like that, it was like that. It was like that specific. It was that. <laughs> yeah, because remember, we, remember. Like, we were doing the show where we were we were mock we were mocking uh, the first ten picks. You know oh what yeah. Mean? And, I said, and I said that Pitts was going to go to San Francisco, and yeah. I said what I said. If he went to San Francisco, I know that they, you know, we're just fuck everything in the real world of the NFL. Okay, we're just like having fun with this. And if yeah. they, he somehow went to the to the 49ers with that pick, with the third pick, 49ers might be a Super Bowl contender right now. Hey, first of all, I just I just want to say, fuck Travis Homer. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do we let this little slippery bastard go? Like, fuck Travis Homer, dog. Change because you know when when a when a player makes a play like that, it juvenate it rejuvenates. And motivates that whole fucking like we literally just got them. We we just turned them over. We score. Uh, uh no, no. Yeah, we turned them over. Then we go three and out. And here and then, uh, fuck, fuck Travis Homer. A fake butt. <laughs> Everybody sucks though. Like that's the thing. Like it doesn't even matter. Like you're still like. I mean, now it's you. Now it's uh, 49ers in Washington. You know, I like the six and seven seed versus, uh, you know, like Sam Fran holding down the six seed. I'm trying to think. I can't even remember who we got this week. I just know the rest of our schedule is fairly cake. Yeah. You know I, mean? I know we got the Rams one more, one more again, but like, like even this week, you got the Panthers and the Falcons going at each other. They're going to cancel each other out. It's like whoever loses is like pretty much going to be out of it. You know, let who the her. <laughs> Someone's gonna sneak into the NFC playoffs with a losing record, yep. just like last year. Oh, it'll be the Vikings, yeah. and it's gonna be the NFC East champion. <laughs> nah, man. I mean, you think Cowboys? Yeah, actually, they're eight and four right now. Yeah, you know. Okay, what, what, what's the Cowboys' record again? My bad. Eight and four. Eight and four. Okay, so they're gonna finish with at least ten wins. That's why I kept saying it don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, two games ahead of Washington right now, and they play them twice. So even if they split versus Washington, um, I mean, Washington's not going to catch them. And then they, if they split with the Eagles again, the only way that the Cowboys aren't going to win that is if they lose, you know, both to the Washington and both to the Eagles. Ooh, but if that happens, TD, you better hope it don't happen. I'm, I'm hope. Hey, I'm I'm not worried. I think we better than all our division teams. Uh, I'm not worried about it. The only team that I'm worried about is um, Green Bay Packers. And actually, I guess there's only one more game versus the Eagles. I thought it was two. But um, we only played them once already? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, it was way back. Yeah, and you guys whooped on them. Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday night. 
week three, week three? it looks like oh, okay but uh what if what if gardner meant you that what if that game comes down to it somehow what if gardner meant you yeah, <laughs> just comes close. in reignites the eagles and uh that game uh week 18 versus the cowboys that'd be a little wild the home of the backup quarterbacks is the <laughs> eagles yeah and this is like the this is like the recipe for their success. Their uh, their starter going down, uh, a backup, you know, who's rejuvenated, who's ready to go, coming in and just lights it up. And Gardner Minshew, did you get to play him anywhere? TD, you throw him in any super flex lineups or anything? Nope, because all the leagues that I had a chance to play a back, uh, another quarterback, I already had a quarterback, so I couldn't go pick up Gardner Minshew. But I played against him in one league, and yeah, that I did lose that week. I mean, I did lose to that person. So I um we got a couple leagues that are two QB plus super flex. I'm gonna get you guys into some of these next year because uh, it's the most fun leagues that I'm in. Like that's yeah. for sure. It, it turns everything about fantasy football on its head because you've got to have three QBs. You have to, or your team's not going to be competing. Mm. And uh, I'm kicking ass in all those leagues, so that's another yeah. reason why I like the uh, the format. <laughs> But uh, I picked up Gardner Minshew, I think, in two of the leagues, and uh, threw him right into the super flex. And man, it was awesome! Awesome, thirty points just right yeah. in, a, in a super flex from your third QB on the squad. Stoked! Yeah, I'm gonna get you guys into some of those next year. They were fun. Let's see who else we got. We got uh, some good news from the Browns. Stefanski said that Kareem Hunt. Um, is going to be practicing, ready to go after the bye week. And whatever kind of practice they had today, he said that he practiced. So I don't know if it's walking or whatever. Hayden Hurst for the Falcons is back. Hayden Hurst Helmsley. So maybe that's just someone to take a tiny bit of attention off of Pitts, you know, down the stretch. But maybe Hayden Hurst is someone who uh, we pick up for down the stretch as well because – I mean, no one's really doing anything over there. So, I mean, if he comes away with four or five targets, maybe one of them's a red zone target. Could be one of the leading tight ends on the week. Yeah, I mean, the last time he was healthy, which I think was like, was that the uh, overseas game? It was like four weeks ago. Okay. Well, I know he had a touchdown in that game. And it actually helped Kyle Pitts. It helped them where they could both be on the field and oh, he could yeah. you know, take off some of the uh, coverage that he was getting. That was when they lost to the Jags, right? I think so. Yeah, Hayden Hurst Helmsley. Uh, he, he Cordell goes- Patterson, the MVP. That's who I think the NFL MVP should be. Is Cordell Patterson? Hell yeah. The the yeah. actual NFL MVP. Yes. No way. Who who you think should be, who you think it should be? It's gonna. I'm listen, starting a position for Corduroy. I'm gonna put if I'm gonna go non QB. No, 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 no. Hell no. When you miss time, first of all, by definition, anybody, any quarterback that misses time, they should be MVP because you see how trash their teams become. They are the most valuable person or player on that team, right? But mm-hmm. I'm saying Jonathan Taylor. Like, that's, that's what I was going to say, too. JT, yeah. like, if, if not a QB, because if not, it's Brady, bro. Brady's shredding. Yeah, Brady's. Brady's- yeah. But Cordell Patterson, look what that team is without him. But he's, that, that team, they can't even score a touchdown. Dallas blew them out 43-3. They're not winning because of him. But that, but that don't necessarily, to me, always call for the MVP. But Remember Steve Nash took the MVP from Kobe, and Kobe had 81 points that year and led the league in scoring, and Steve Nash was just on a scoring team that lost in the second round of the playoffs? 
Like, I, I don't know. I but just Steve, think. Hold on, hold on. That's not a good argument because Steve Nash got that trash team into the playoffs. Like, that wasn't a trash team. The Falcons aren't going to sniff the playoffs. You know no, what I mean? that team wasn't trash. That team had Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion, Joe Johnson. That team was stacked. Oh, okay. He, he just led the league in assists. Okay. So, I, and, but Kobe was like, Kobe, what he had did, if you put up those numbers, you had always won MVP. And they okay. took it away from Kobe because of the shock factor from um, Steve Nash. No, so, no. I think I think there's something more blatant here. It's because they were trying to hate on the black man again. <laughs> They're like, we're going to give it to Steve Nash. You know what they said? They said, oh, all, all you brothers get good numbers. You know why? Because he assists you, right? <laughs> that was the one time in history they wanted to honor the, the guy with all the assists. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you gotta go. I mean, you gotta go back. I mean, I know Isaiah Thomas was probably scoring more, you know, than Steve Nash was, but you gotta go back to a guy like him. Didn't he get uh um back to back MVPs as well? No, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, I don't know if he got back to back, but I know he won MVP or the years that uh Detroit won the uh, NBA Finals. Yeah, they and I mean, two. I mean, they they had like three. They won like three or four. And a lot of it had to do with his efficiency too with Nash, because like he was in that uh, that what 90, 90, 90 40 club. Yep. Yeah, like the shit that like does not too many people like you know ever get close to that kind of shit. Like so, yep. he's the man. He's one of my favorite players of all times because he does everything right. He does. He does. Man, my ba- my basketball knowledge is like slim to none. That's why <laughs> I thought the I thought the Jazz were always ass. You know what I mean? I mean, look at Nash. Hey, 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 Nash, though, he went and got him one, right? He got he got one with Kobe. Yep. Did they he win? Shot. I, re- I do remember oh, that. No, you know, Nash got one with Kobe? No, no, yeah. they that was the end of their careers. They didn't win yeah. anything. But he, hold on, no, no, no. I'm talking about, didn't Steve Nash go to the Lakers? Yeah, and he didn't get the they win. Back. That was oh, when they sucked. But they went, they lost to Boston, that's right. No, yeah, they didn't even go to the they didn't even go to the playoffs. Kobe got hurt and Nash backed out. That was the last two years of Kobe's years. They sucked when Nash was there. Yeah. Uh, I was mad that Nash even like went there, you know, because I, I didn't want didn't even want to see him in that uniform. <laughs> but because uh, I remember in 2010 when the Lakers made their run, I met someone who worked for a ticket office. And, uh, man, I went to, like, four playoff games and two championship games, like, that year. And I always had the opposing jersey on of whoever was going up against the Lakers. That shit was fun. <laughs> you know what? Um, what was it? Uh, didn't Carl Malone go to the Lakers, too, to chase the ring? Yep. Yeah, it was what – Yeah, and, and see, see that's, what, that's what happens when they try to chase something without earning it. They, they no, you, they tried they to do – That was the year they lost to Boston. They did a poor man's uh, what? What do they call that? The uh, um, what? What are they calling these? Uh, the the big teams, right now? Big, what? Big three? No. What? What do they call the stack teams that they put together? Like the oh, super, uh, super team. team. There you yeah. go. So the reason why they never called the Lakers a super team because they tried to do that. They had Carl Malone and Gary Payton and like I can't remember who else they brought over um, after that. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was ugly. <laughs> It, it was ugly, and uh, they got to the finals, but that was the year that they got their asses whooped by uh, by the Pistons, and it was like all defense versus them. And they oh, just- yeah. Jack was I, out of I, shape. Right. Jack was out of shape. That's why they lost. 
You know what, Chef? Is that why Shaq was like, I'm going to be a sheriff? He's like, I got to stay in shape somehow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, listen, if I got pulled over and it was Shaq, bro, I'd laugh. <laughs> yeah, just do like what Cat Williams said. Like, <laughs> no, Shaq not getting out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Shaq trying to be an undercover sheriff and shit. What the hell is he thinking? <laughs> All right, actually, he lost his license because he was talking shit about Kobe on a rap one time. Y'all remember that? Oh, yeah. We oh, we need to play that on the show. And the, the whole rap, it was like, Kobe, how's my ass taste? It was after they lost in the finals. and <laughs> You know what? And I think he was wearing a chain. and He's wearing several chains. And on one of the chains was his, uh, his, uh, his sheriff badge. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Shaq, what a dumbass going out there. Your hey, sheriff Shaq can't be whole, doing shit like that. Hey, Shaq got a whole shotgun on the side. <laughs> He's like, that's how big Shaq is, bro. He's like, fuck, fuck a, a 45 on his hip. He got a whole shotgun. Yeah. All right, well, that, that's pretty much it as far as the news goes. I mean, um, some weak news that we got uh, is Davis Mills is expected to start. They think that uh, Tyrod Taylor torn uh, has a torn ligament in his wrist. But, yeah, either way, Judge Davis Mills Lane expected to start. Yeah. We the defense. Hey, listen, man. He's going to upset the Seahawks, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Stream the Seahawks defense. They're one of my yeah. big streaming Ds of the yeah. week. <laughs> I mean, Seahawks defense is actually good. All jokes aside, they, they've only gave up one touchdown. A receiver in the past eight weeks, one time. I told you that though, huh? Um, Bogart. I, t- I remember a little couple weeks ago, you was like, Yeah, man, but they're kind of trash. I said, Well, it's because they don't have good quarterback play. Like, they'll just do like, I remember exactly what you said. You were like, Well, when you're on the field all the time, you're gonna be gas. Yes, yep. And yep. like, so yeah, I, I'll give you that for sure. But like, once that offense, I mean, listen. The, the way they won that game yesterday, it was a bunch of – it was just a bunch – it was a team effort, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. ugh, I can't stand, ugh, I can't fuck Travis Homer, dang. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we also got for the Titans. So Julio Jones has been added to the designated to return from IR list, and they can actually start practicing. Yes, sir. Let's Come on, Julio. Let's go, Julio. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else matters if he makes some plays in the playoffs. That's for sure. Exactly. Tell me about it. And the last thing is for the Bears. So Matt Nagy said that Andy Dalton, he's working through a left-hand injury. And he also reiterated, and I just imagine him like pounding the table when he's talking about Justin Fields. It's a pain tolerance issue. And then uh, in quotes, he said, uh, medically, we are never going to put him at risk medically again. Never. <laughs> hey, you know what I would say? I would be like, hey, Matt Nagy, when you say we, who are you talking about? <laughs> yes, bro, ain't nobody fucking with you. I'm trying to think what college coach is going to come to take his job this this next year. Joe Brady, maybe. Not even a college coach. Joe Brady, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think they go more to, to a college, a young college if, guy. If Joe Brady is any type of smart, He's he's gonna try to parlay whatever he did with Carolina to a head coaching position because he the product he put out there this year wasn't great. You know what I mean? Like I I always said in the beginning of the year, it's the ultimate like score if he can win with Darnold because then 
if any, you know anyone that can win with Donald, you're like, man, get this man a job. You know what I mean? And he did, as long as he had CMC. Yeah, but see, that's the thing, though. Is it CMC? I'm saying if the if the Bears job comes up, he needs to snatch that because that would be. Yeah, he could. I think the Bears. If I was the Bears, I would try to go a little bit deep. I would try to do what the Arizona Cardinals did. I would try to go find me a young coach. If I thought he was brilliant with his offensive scheme, I would go get him, and then I would do what I. I would try to build up a, like a, a a defensive guy that's had head coaching experience that can help him out until he gets you know situated with the NFL. But that's what I would do because I want to. You need to squeeze Justin Fields for everything he can get, and the only way you can do that is spread the ball out and get a college coach to bring up their scheme. And that's mostly the best schemes in the NFL right now anyway. Second take extra says, I think Dan Quinn to the Bears. We mm. shall see. They better get Nagy out of there, though. I mean, we know that he's yeah. the issue. It's so funny how he yeah. was trolling everyone in that game that he was out for COVID and the key, the team kicks ass and everything and comes back, throws it on Twitter. We're still trying to get to the bottom of why the team overperformed this week. Yeah, you told me that. I thought that was – I still think you're joking when you say it. No, like, I mean, because, yeah, like, why is he really that stupid? You know, is it that naive or is he really just like, you know, the one of those, like, at everybody? Yeah. You know, like, I know that I suck and you guys can't do anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it doesn't make sense, bro. You at least could say, listen, uh, maybe I need to change some things up because they did well when I wasn't doing this. Like, at least say something sort of like that. But then you admit that you suck. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't admit that you suck. You know That's what? True. That's true. When you. <laughs> When you look at what Matt Nagy does, nothing is consistent. He's always like, let's do this. They'll never see it coming. Like, when you get down there in the red zone, they're like, you have all – you could, you could just punch it in with David Montgomery. You're down there, you know, inside the one. But they're like, you know what? Uh, we're going to try to fake to, uh, to, uh, to Grant first. Then, like, you know, they do something else that doesn't work. Then it's third down, and they're like, go to Jimmy Graham. They'll never see that. And it's like, why don't you do that first? Let's go into the road dog, Jesse James, real quick here. Yeah, like, why is every play oh, – let's go deep down to Marquise Goodwin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why – there's no consistency at all. Even, even like, with Dave Montgomery, like, just run David Montgomery. You know yep. what I mean? I don't know, man. I, it, that's, I don't know. I don't know how – like, any read, it didn't look like that. I guess because you got Tyree Kill and Pat Mahomes, so it's going to look very different. But the way he do it in the Bears is like, bro, why you keep running gimmicky yeah. ass shit? That shit don't work. I don't know. Yeah, Nagy sucks. We already know that. And second take extra say you think Fields and uh, and Andy are out. I mean, well, for Dalton, I mean, it's his left hand, so I doubt it. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna let. I mean, if they're throwing in the towel all the way. I guess you know they throw out Nick Foles, you know, out there. But let me see, what's their record? I mean, they're four and eight. That's what's crazy. I mean, they're the tiebreakers is probably what's going to be screwing them over. But you know, not technically out as of yet. They lose one more game. They are though. I mean, last year they were the seventh seed. Remember that shit? Like it came down yeah. to like Arizona. and won and won a game. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, no, 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 I, no. I will say this: they Matt Nagy, no, no. at the end of the year, he's done great no, they, things. They, they, didn't they, they didn't win the game. They lost to the Saints. Oh, like, okay. I, they got oh, because they, and they have their hands and they had a destiny in their hands. It was like win and they're in. They lose, but then the Cardinals lose, and so okay. they got it by default. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. He got happened. in last two years with Mitchell Trubisky. He got in two years in a row. Yep. Because that defense. Okay. He got in that defense. Twenty. He got in eighteen and, and twenty. 
In 19, they were they, they were super ass. What up, Jared? What's going on, bro? Shout out to the Houdat Nation. What up, Jared? Yeah. What's up, All my right. bro? Hey, so, so there's no news on him, though. He's okay. Nothing. Well, nothing as of yet. I mean, they said it could be a potential uh, torn. Uh, it could be the same. They said it's pretty much the same thing that Russell Wilson like had. Yeah, that type of good, but but it's like. But also, he's a running ass QB, so it might they might not care. <laughs> yep. And uh, and David said, "Is Keenan Allen vaccinated?" We so, don't know. Well, the thing is, if he is vaccinated, it's actually worse because then that means that he tested positive, and we haven't seen anyone test positive like play that week. Like everyone who's tested okay. positive hasn't came back and tested two times negative. You know, in a twenty four hour. He was just around somebody that had it. TJ Watt. So he missed a week though because of it. Did he? I thought, okay, I didn't know. I thought he played last the week before because remember, I thought Joe Mixon ran it down his down their throat. Yeah, you know what? Maybe he mm. or was he around? Maybe somebody? it was a maybe uh, you know what? That that's a good question. That 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 is a really good question. Cause uh I got I'm getting all the weeks and everything confused, like too, at the same time. Cause yeah, I guess the week that he missed, that I don't yeah, that was for an injury. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna do more. Uh, I'm gonna do more research on that. But um, if the only way, if someone is vaccinated, the only way that they end up uh, not playing is, or the only way they end up on COVID reserve is if they test positive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or else they're not going to be put on the COVID reserve. So, so it could be one of those false positives or whatever. But I don't know. Make plans, guys, for right now. Yeah. You got to assume that he's not playing. Yep. And T-Money said, what time are you guys getting on for the game? So in about an hour, uh, we're going to be getting on for the Q&A. It's already set up. The live stream's already set up. So, yep. How did y'all do in your lineups yesterday, guys? Super Draft Pro. They sucked. I uh, I, I, picked, I went heavy T-Y, and I went pits heavy. I did too. I hope they didn't have. I hope I didn't have nothing to do with everybody playing Ty. But listen, Ty, oh, I do no. think he's. Yeah, I do think he's going to have history. A his game. history had a lot. Yes, to exactly. That's the worst game he had against Houston his whole career. Yeah, Pittman was the way to go, and then he didn't do good then, either. Yeah, I think he did a little bit better than Ty. Yeah, he did. He did. But, but not like I thought he would have. Thielen, Thielen was a killer for me. Like I had him in three lineups, and that killed me. Okay. And in those three lineups, those were actually good lineups. Like, those were my better lineups, and it was just him yeah. who just, like, destroyed the lineup. Okay. Last night, if you didn't have Kittle, like, at all, like, if you went across from a row and you didn't have Kittle in your lineup at all, you were screwed. Okay. Um, I, I had two Kittle lineups, and, and, and I, I haven't looked yet because it, it just reminded me right now, but I had a uh, – You had a killed me. Both Keenan Allen and Jefferson, and in every – I've been kind of stupid because this has been kind of fucking with me, but I, I picked three running backs. I just rocked with them in every lineup. So it was Gibson, Mixon, and Taylor. And like, yeah, yeah. Mixon didn't really do much. And I should have like, I should have went to the Madisons and the, you know what I mean? And maybe even the Jamal Williams. No, nah, Jamal Williams did. He didn't do that good. Oh, he not even with the multiplier. I don't think he was like a really good play. No, my, stacks, my stacks yesterday that did really well were I had I had four net. And I had Connor and I had JT. So like that, those three in your lineups, that was it was awesome. But like I had a couple guys like Ayuk killed my shit. My Ty killed it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
I hit I used every lineup. I stacked a lot of 49ers. I did like uh Kittle, uh Ayuk and Jimmy and Elijah Mitchell, and then I had Antonio Gibson and a couple with Elijah Mitchell. But my receivers killed me. T.Y. Hilton didn't do shit. Um Brandon Cooks didn't do shit. And as far as like tonight goes, I mean, shit, I, I just I pulled it up right uh, right now just to see what the weather might be like, and it could terrible. be up to sixty mile per hour winds. Yeah, they said prepare for fifty five. Uh, yeah, it said patrons or like uh, tailgaters should prepare for fifty five mile hour winds. I was like, uh. That's so what kind of game was that, guys? I'm playing all running backs yeah, in this exactly. game. I'm playing all running backs. Like fuck playing anybody else. Yeah, Can't play the kicker. Why not? Wasn't it windy last night for the kickers? But he might run a couple in, though, uh, JC. I mean, 60 no, I miles an hour is a lot different than 25. Yeah, here, here's the thing they're talking about for the tailgaters. In the game, when you're in the dump, when you're in the motherfucking stadium, it's going to take that down swirling. a It'll be swirling winds in the stadium, probably. Yeah, for sure. But I'm, I'm – or gusts, gusts of wind. It's it's the gusts and what you want to see. I mean, what you want to look out for. I mean, gusts of wind. Well, that's, well, that's the way that CBS Sports specifically worded it too: sixty mile per hour gusts that could impact oh, Monday Night Football. Oh, oh bad. Running backs on Ben on tonight are Breda and uh, Ramadre. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I bet that's Harris good. gets. Uh, I bet Harris gets a lot of work too. It's both of them, bro. Yeah, it's both of them. That's just He's, that's what. Yeah, Bill Belichick making them compete against each other. <laughs> yeah. That's what Bill, you know, he's that's what he does. He squeezes for everything you get before you even get paid. Hell yeah. All right. Well, let's get up out of here. And Russell uh said, who's the backup running back to pick for the Chargers? Um Justin Brown Jackson, Tree. I guess. I don't oh, know. Jackson. Uh, yeah, right. Jackson and Roundtree. Larry Roundtree. Roundtree. I mean, none of them really did good when when well, Eckler wasn't there. What's Eckler's uh what's his injury? I'm not even sure. He was just he he just popped up questionable today, but he, it's not like they play on Thursday. He was limping a game, right? They showed him limping off the field. But here's the thing: they were also smacking, so like it might not be that serious. But he also has a history of injuries, so you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Midnight said uh, Keenan Allen vaccinated is confirmed. Yep. So that means the only way that he could land on COVID, um, the COVID reserve list, is if he tested positive. So that means he tested positive. So he can play on Sunday, but that doesn't mean he's going to play on Sunday. Listen, I'm I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on television. But I do want to say it's going to be a thing one day where they're going to be like, oh, what kind of vaccine do you have? Oh, well, that only covers you know, X, Y, Z Corona. You know what I mean? Cause there's, a, <laughs> there's all these variants, bro. Cause it's, it's a trip. If, and they, they never said that the vaccine was going to prevent you from getting it. It was just only supposed to like help you f- combat it when you have it. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm. I, I just don't think, we're, I think we're going to move. Like we're not going to have Keenan Allen this week. Yeah. yeah. And if you do have them, it's a bonus, but it's all about how much he practices too. Well, and he should to a lot. I know some people are trying to make the playoffs, but people that's already in the playoffs, he shouldn't mean shit to you anyway because you should be in there. So hope you know. Just hope. Just be glad it wasn't like next week after this week. Yeah. And Jaws said, uh, "Good news with the win. He digs and breeded a standard thirty-five points or so." Oh, that's gonna happen, bro. bro. <laughs> and Tino, <laughs> if I've ever heard one. <laughs> and. <laughs> 
And Tino one. said, my bad, guys. I'm like two minutes behind. I'm high. <laughs> you good, bro, bro? <laughs> it's all good. And Chandler says, is uh, Eckler questionable because Keenan got placed on COVID reserve list? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Now, something happened with Eckler on one of those last possessions. He was he was seen on the sideline limping and shit. So I'm just I'm I'm just hoping it ain't it ain't no uh, high ankle or none of that. We didn't hear none of that. But they're also not mandated to tell us. I that. told y'all Eckler is volatile. Um, I, he's a great talent. Volatile because of his size. He is just because of his size. I agree. And yeah. I, I so I would have tried to um sell him for a bigger back. And for the cold times for your playoffs. That's what I would have tried to do. I don't play scared like that. Eckler is the guy who can finish top three at any given week because he's utilizing the passing game. That's and, true. That's true. But like, like, so I'm not, I'm, I'm okay. Cause Eckler's not a guy who's going to get 20 carries ever. You know what I mean? No, he's not. He's going to get like 14, 15, maybe. You know what I mean? But touches. He should get 20 touches, though. Yeah. In the pass game. 20, and I don't want Eckler if he can't get those 10 targets in the pass game. Yeah, but you know what though? When I say I don't play scared, that's just me trying to reverse jinx him because I'm terrified. <laughs> he's getting hurt right before my playoff push, and it's yes. it's a leap. I'm I'm like on the cusp, and I traded for him a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, yeah, so and, it's my uh, my fault. <laughs> and uh, Antonio said, "There goes uh, Stu's league if Eckler and Keenan Allen are out. Damn, bro! I hope it doesn't come down to that." He said, my luck is fucking horrible. I hope it doesn't come out to that. Oh, oh God. In the walk. Bumps and bruises for the Eckler. Yeah. All right. The last thing here before we get out of here, Chandler is trying to bring it out of us. Say, can you guys talk about Bateman? We did at the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Let me sum it up. Fuck Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> he said, thinking of dropping him for a stash RB for the playoffs. I would. Because now, now you got to view it as like, you only hold guys you're going to play right now or guys that are like a stash running back, you know, a lottery ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. Opposed, I'm not opposed to it. Me neither. And the only reason why is Lamar. It has nothing to do with Bateman. Um, I got to admit this. I was high on Lamar and I was wrong. He, he, I'm not going to sit there and like ride him because this team is ready to go to the playoffs. But for fantasy purposes, he's been terrible. Um, I don't think we can blame it. I don't think we could blame it all on him. Yes, I mean, shit, I all these running backs going down. I mean, with like yeah. literally every running back on their team right now that they're playing was never drafted by the running was never drafted by the Ravens. Yeah. Most of them weren't even on the team. Like yeah. when the when the preseason started, you know, this year. So I mean, that's something that's messing everything up. Their line is garbage. I don't know why they thought they were going to lose one of the best left tackles in the league and uh, not really replace them with anyone, and everything was going to exactly. be okay. Exactly. So they're, uh, I mean, the Ravens are setting him up for failure. That's for sure. Yeah. I will yeah, say, maybe they don't want to pay him. I don't know. I will say though, I'm I, kudos to them for going for the win. I've heard a lot of people like, oh, they should have just kicked the few, the, the extra point and tied. Like, listen, I wouldn't have done it. You're trying to win a game. He saw his defense was gassed. Big Ben wasn't doing nothing until that defense was gassed because he did it all in that like the last couple possessions. You know what I mean? But the yeah. Lamar look look it was got so bad that Mark Andrews and Marcus Brown was coming over to Lamar on the sideline saying, Come on, bro, we getting open early, get the ball out. He was just he was discombobulated. I, that's the reason why I didn't want to go for it. You know what? But Lamar, if he's hot, 
Like, I don't, you know, if he's on, oh, hell yeah, I'm going for that. But he just didn't, he didn't look right the whole game. And so I just would have took the field goal and said, Big Ben, let me see you go down there and beat me. I know you can, but hey, let me see it. It's because TJ Watt was like the Reaper out there. Like, that dude had like four sacks. Like, man, there's a crazy amount of tackles. Like, yeah, man, he was a, he was a man possessed yesterday. That's for sure. And uh, Chandler said, I missed it, was in the meeting, my bad. It's all good, bro. But, yeah, we were just talking about how Bateman sucks and uh, really how you don't want anyone on the Ravens right now. Nope. really don't. Nope. And uh, Emil said, any news on Joe Mixon's injury? Nope. Um, hopefully we have some tomorrow. We'll definitely have some by Wednesday. No one's really – the teams aren't required to give any specific injury news on Monday or Tuesday. So I will say, though, get what we can get. He came back into the game. Exactly. This is what I say. If if you want to see if he's going to be healthy, then go look at the kid and play dance that he did. He looks pretty healthy when he did the kid and play. Yeah. I was going to say, he came back into the game. And if anything, it could be like a re-aggravation of that ankle he's been basically nursing all year. You know what I mean? And, okay, so here's one piece that came through a little bit ago that I totally forgot to mention. Marlon Humphrey is out for the rest of the season with a torn pec. Yeah, I pretty knew it was something like that. Um, that's, it happens. It's football. I hate to see Marlon Humphrey one of the best overall corners. Overall corners. Not, not cover, but everything, he's one of the best at it. So now they're going to be running without their top two cornerbacks that they started the season with. Yep. So they're just banged up everywhere. Yeah. And hell yeah, Tino. DJ, defensive player of the year. Hold up now. Don't don't disrespect the Cowboys. Yes, I'm saying it. Uh, My boy, Michael Parsons, a.k.a. also known as Lawrence Taylor, the baby. Okay, hold on. It, what's the numbers look like? Are, are there? Are they? Does he got TJ Watt numbers right now? But listen, but listen, this is right. right. Not in sacks. Not in sacks. But do would TJ Watt have a hundred tackles? Well, no, I mean, but that's not his game, though. Yeah, I was gonna say but that's, that's what I'm saying. But that's what makes uh, Michael Parsons. He's going. Michael Parsons going to finish with like twelve or thirteen sacks. So he got nine Mike, right now. So he, if he gets thirteen, fourteen sacks with a hundred tackles with about five forced fumbles. T.J. White might have 18 sacks, but he won't have 100 tackles. He's he might have be, rookie defensive player of the year. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. He's a and I'm, reaching, I'm reaching a little bit, but I think it's possible. You mean That's why I'm giving y'all the numbers. What do you think is better, 100 tackles with 13 sacks or just straight up 20 sacks or 18 sacks? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, he's got, he's got double-digit sacks right now. Oh. That's for sure. So he's definitely making some stuff happen. Let me see. What's he on, what's he on pace for right now? Yeah, I mean he's on he's on pace for 102 uh combined uh total tackles right now. How many forced fumbles? Let's see how many forced fumbles he got. Two. Okay. And I know TJ got like three or four. So I listen, I know what TJ is. TJ is a monster. I, I mean I'm just I trying think, to it a little bit. I don't think I mean I don't think that a de- the defensive player of the year is ever gonna be given to the person that leads the league in tackles. So I mean that that's just I mean, they just don't, you know? So, I mean, that's why I wouldn't think Michael Parsons with this kind of stat line wouldn't get it okay. compared to TJ Watt. I mean, okay. he, he does have a grip of tackle for losses. They're tied there. I will and, say if, if – But if he can combine 15 sacks or 14 sacks with 100 tackles, I feel like that's equivalent to like 18, 19 sacks. 
I mean, TJ Watts missed two games, and he's hold got on, 16 sacks right now. Yeah, yeah. So you mean Jalen Smith was that guy all those years? Because <laughs> that's well, he no sacks. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like tackle. Oh. They're not going to value the tackles like that. You know what I mean? He's TJ Watt. TJ. I mean. Even without, because no matter what, the extra game doesn't make a difference for him. He's already missed two games on top of his bye week. He still yeah. is on pace to break the sack uh, record for a season. You know what, though? I think if Diggs gets like four, five more receptions, breaks that record, I think he gets it over sacks. Because I think picks, I think when you get, when you get all them picks, you know what I'm saying? That puts you in a conversation just as much as sacks do. You know what I mean? I, but I if he had 12, right. let's say he has 12 picks, because I think that's what TD pegged him for, and he's got nine right now. So maybe he gets 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. I mean, if TJ Watt goes out. over 22 sacks and he gets close to 10 forced fumbles, right now he has four. I mean, that's going to be pretty hard to contend with. That's all I'm saying. It, it is. It is. And that's I'm just, you know, I'm just. I'm just trying to be a contrarian a little bit, but I feel I just feel like with Parsons having 15 sacks, no player has never had 100 tackles with 15 sacks. Maybe back in like the 60s, but I, or when they started taking up sacks. But who's had that combination of 100 tackles? Usually, you are a defensive end getting those sacks. It's never been a linebacker like a middle linebacker guy that's getting those type of, of sacks. Yeah, you're right. He's definitely winning rookie of the year. Yeah, you know, as far as like yes. For sure, Whatever. and uh, and we are so we don't know exactly what day we don't exa- we don't know exactly like you know the any of the info behind this, but we are gonna have a fantasy award show just so you guys know. Um, we don't know the exact uh, the exact stuff yet, but um, you know the season ends what uh, the first week of January, so you guys can expect somewhere in the second week of January that we are gonna be having a big award show. Yes, sir. All right, and. All right, we're getting up out of here. Tino said uh, Parsons basically a defensive end. It's definitely been a cheat code. All right, TD, why don't you tell everyone where to find you at? Remind them everything you got going on right now. Okay, guys, so I told you my shirts was coming, and they here. Nice. Yeah. So, guys, go follow me on OnlyFans or sign up for Super Draft Pro. I'm having a promo. I'm giving away shirts. Um, also, I got some hats coming in. I got some bargains for the guys that are in the winter parts. Like my homie right here, JC Money, he's in the winter part. So I know uh, guys that's in his area need some toboggans. But go sign up, guys. And listen, on the 15th is the last day that you can sign up on OnlyFans for $10. I'm going to move it up to $20. And the guys that's on right now, you all are already grandfather Claus in for $10 for the rest of my life. So listen. Now, I'm going to give you killing content. It's probably going to be $30, $40 value of what I'm going to be giving, guys, as my channel grows. So you want to get on this before the 15th on that Sunday. Uh, also, guys, go find me on any social media platform, Fantasy Good Sports with no spaces, and subscribe to my channel or just follow me, especially Twitter. I'm doing, I'm getting more aggravated, uh, more, um, I'm doing more things on Twitter, just commenting on the games and stuff. So, guys, go follow me on all platforms. JC Money, tell them about the giveaway you got going on Instagram. Uh, you go follow me on JC Money uh, or uh, on Instagram. Go follow me uh, at JC Money Design. I'm going to be doing, uh, I mean, look, T. Higgins just went off this week too, huh? Yep. And I'm going to be doing a giveaway. Let me see if I can find this, this picture real quick. Uh, uh, uh. I don't see it on here. 
You know what's right. crazy? Oh, it's probably <laughs> under the other shirt. Anyway, it's a yeah, it's a T Higgins. It must be on the other one on the uh under the other. Line. I love it, Tom. I love it. Now I'm not taking off my clothes, bro, bro. I'm actually providing fantasy football content. <laughs> but I'm doing a T Higgins mini helmet giveaway. It's autographed from my personal collection. Just go follow me on Instagram. You'll see it all there. There we go. Bogart, tell them where to find you at. Yes. Per usual, the earth is my turf. You can find me. Uh, actually, you could search tall trees and the seven seas, and you probably, <laughs> you probably won't find me because I'm very elusive. But you can follow me at the GMM Network and be sure to subscribe to the GMM Network on YouTube and uh, catch us live every Wednesday, multicasting from... Uh, a hustle channel as well as mine for the real fantasy playmakers what if series uh this week i think we're doing um a fantasy football regular season finale type shit you know what i mean because this is it like and then then it's all dance talk after this everybody get your dance shoes shined up you know what i'm saying if you go into the dance you know what i mean and for those of you all that that ain't sign up on super draft pro with yes sir fine gentlemen including myself because man, this shit don't stop, I and mean, you might be knocked out your league, but go get this this bread. Because I tell you this much: the bread ain't gonna come to you. You gotta go to the bag. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if if you do possess the magical power where the bread just comes to you, hit me up. Let me, you know. Let me know. Hell yeah, let's We're get it. doing some super draft content here soon too. So anybody that's getting signed yeah. up and is kind of confused about how it all works, we're gonna be putting together some videos and showing you guys how to set your lineups. Kind of show you how we. I'll yeah. show. I mean, I'll show you guys kind of how I pick my lineups for. I mean, special things. I mean, JC Money. Uh, JC Money adopted the Gardner Minshew uh, t uh, uh, strategy. He he's he's just in a jock strap, nothing but a jock strap setting his lineups. <laughs> got the mullet flowing and everything baby you feel me <laughs> and uh make sure you guys come back here you know we're gonna be back here in about uh 45 ish minutes you know starting up the q a getting you guys ready for monday night um these games these monday night miracles you know that we need is gonna be a big session you know going on and yeah a bunch of things in the pipeline so just make sure you go to fantasyfootballhustler.com go get signed up everywhere Go follow on all the podcasts and uh, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And, uh, yep, we're out. We'll yep. see you guys later. Peace. Peace. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.